0: Alrighty, thank you for listening to the My Age podcast uh, podcast that brings you conversations with people from all walks of life using music to plot a map from their early years to how they got to where they are now. Welcome to twenty nineteen. Um, hope you, hopefully, you checked out. Well, actually, no. Let me start this from the from the top. Um, if this is the first time listening, thank you. Welcome. I hope you dig it. Feel free to go back and check out, um, you know, the twenty eight other sorry twenty seven other episodes we've done. Plus, the uh, end of year specials that I do in December. Um, had tons of feedback, which was fantastic. It's always cool to get that kind of cool feedback in here, um, you know, and hopefully extend the opportunity to introduce people to, you know, new music, stuff they may have missed. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, that's always fun and always engaging. What else is there? Um, well, if you're a long time listener, thank you for returning. It's always, again, it's always appreciated. Seems like I try... I'd, Try to do two episodes a year, two episodes a month. Sorry, last year, and it worked a couple of months, but then you know, it stuff seems to get really busy. But um for whatever reason, it's you know, I'm kind of a lot more on top of things this year, and so with a bit of luck, no promises, but with a bit of luck, I'll be able to pump out two a month. Obviously, not including this month because it's the end of the month, and um, yeah, so that's not going to happen. But you know, with a bit of luck, I'll be able to pump out two a month. With more regularity, we'll see how we go. But no promises at all. Yeah. So you know, if it's hot where you are, I hope you're surviving. It's been fucking hot around here of late. If it's cold where you are, you know, stay warm. I guess it'll be over soon. So today's guest, um, as you would have seen by the name, <clears throat> you may not recognise the name because it's not the it's not the generally you know his the name he goes by, but um, what people generally call him, Ben Muckenschnabel. Uh most people, you know, most people know him as Mook, um, drummed in toe-to-toe, drummed in Taken Sides, um, just a fantastic human, a very, a really close friend, um, and I don't know if you can see the length of time, I think you can, so, like, this is the longest episode we've ever done, I've ever done, um, so buckle in, it, like, I re listen to it, obviously when I'm editing it. And it didn't feel like it went for as long as it does. It's one of those ones where you're like, oh, holy fuck, we're three hours into it and it's still going. But it doesn't feel like, you know, it feels like it's gone for 20 minutes or whatever. So with that, you know, buckle down, drive safe, rest up, whatever you're doing, do it do it well um, and safely as you listen to this podcast. Um, as always, uh, we don't have ads. I'm not too interested in going down that route. So I kind of do depend on... Um, you know, the goodwill of the people now, it's never expected, but if you feel like this episode is worth a dollar, or two, or five, or ten, or whatever the fuck, or, you know, all the podcasts are worth that much, if you feel that, then, uh, go on over to paypal.me slash myagepodcast, M-Y-A-G-E podcast, P O D C A S T. and slip us a dollar, slip us two, slip us whatever, um... It's always appreciated. All the money goes towards basically keeping this thing live, um, which bizarrely enough, you know, there's an, always an expense to it. It's never, you know, a major corporation to look after data. Don't just give you the data for, you know, and the housing for real storage for free. Someone's got to pay for it um, and at the moment it's your boy, but you know, you can feel free to help out. You don't have to. Um, it's never it's always obviously appreciated, but never expected. PayPal.me slash myagepodcast. Um, that's about it. Look, again, buckle down. Um, hope you dig it. Actually, before we get into it, um, I'm as some of you may or may not know, <coughs> pardon me, as some of you may or may not know, I import hot sauce called Gringo Bandito. Um, it's fucking fantastic. Anyone who's ever tried it has just instantly fallen for it. To call it a hot sauce is a you know, almost an undersell because people hear hot sauce and think, like, you know, Mike's shit the bed and bleed your asshole because it's that hot um, sauce and then shy away from it. So think of it as, like, a really, really fantastic condiment that also happens to have a bit of heat. Um, It's made by Dexter Holland from The Offspring, and I've been doing it for the last five years. I've got a shipment in that it's landing... It landed, well, let's, you know, pretend this came out the Friday, which it will, but it came out yesterday, so uh, January 24th, um, and I've got a sale on at the moment, um, yeah, just to kind of get the ball rolling with it again and kind of build that hype, so if you're at all interested, go check it out, blastoffimports.com anyone who's tried it you know absolutely loves it it's a fantastic hot sauce um yeah i've been doing it for the last five years and i've been a fan of the last seven years hold on 90 no so this is the sixth year of doing it so i started in 2013 um it's fucking fantastic and you know you take my word for it basically it's a fantastic hot sauce and go check it out see what you think so yeah enjoy kill see you at the end All right, episode twenty-eight, my age podcast. Uh, with me today, this evening on this fine Sunday night, um, which is breaking the fourth wall, but it is what it is. Uh, longtime friend, close brother. Yes. Uh, we've been through a lot together. We have we Ben Muckenschnabel. What's Hello. going on? Hello, Joel.
1: How are you? Good. All
0: you? oh. good. You good? Great. Thank- you full?
1: I cooked Ben dinner tonight. Yeah. Um. Thank you for dinner. Uh, by oh, the way. Yeah. I stood there and watched you prepare it. Prepare it. Every second of it. Like a magician. <laughs> like a magician, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was very impressed, I have to say. It was Sit. great. And, star- you made, and you made me starters as well. I did. We did starters too. And desserts. And dessert. Yeah. You did everything.
0: Three-course meal, baby. It was amazing. It was what amazing. Thank yeah. you. So, um, as I said just before you hit record, it's been a while since I've... Um, I feel like it's been a while since I've done one of these properly because um, December I did the cheat episode so it could be a bit rusty we'll see how we go
1: that's it and he got me to deal with as well that's all right you're a beautiful man this is going to be what's, a long what's, one what's the limit yeah what's the limit on uh, it's a
0: 64 gig card I okay. just got it today so
1: you know yeah. how li- I like to talk
0: right? we do we are, we did have a pre <laughs> we had a very big several hour pre-interview yeah we did so we're kind of a few. and things. Nicole said what do you got left to talk about yeah. and it was like hey hey yeah we got a <laughs> lot to dig into we've got a lot to talk about yeah Sick. So
1: let's start them how we do. Um, tell us about your parents. All right. So uh, I'm uh, I'm of Austrian descent. Yep. So my dad. We'll start with my dad. Um, yeah, he's obvi- obviously uh, he was born in Austria. Um, he was he was part of the um, of the the probably I'd say the second wave of uh, of euros that headed over um, to basically take all the Aussies. Jobs Great. and girls in the snowfields of uh, New South Wales, of Victoria. So, so they came
0: here to work in the snowfields. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: This this was this was one wave. So, so in the fifties they first came out. Won't go too far back, otherwise we'll be here till four o'clock in the morning. Yes. But in the fifties they came out um, and decided, hey, you know, let's let's build a let's build a ski area. Yeah. Um, they went right up as far as you could go, and just because were crazy euros decided to build, you know, up in the middle of nowhere. And so basically, that was into the 50s, and then they, um, the 60s and 70s was another, there were more waves coming out, mainly Austrians and Swiss. Okay. Um, so my, my uncle came out first, and um, he kind of had things locked down. Um, he started running ski schools and, and everything and, and he was telling my dad you got to get out of here this place is amazing <laughs> so um so yeah they and that was obviously um, I remember from dave's um, podcast he was talking about the um, his his old man came out on the ship same deal with with dad and my uncle yeah um, it was a six week journey or something stopped off at Tahiti like road turtles and other crazy <laughs> stuff and then and then they came out so yeah that was um I think about 67 I think dad first got to Australia and so um but yeah so that was that was uh that was where it started my 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 mum how sorry how old was he when he landed how old is he wow that's a good that's a good question he would have been he probably would have been in his 20s okay yeah um and so yeah my um my mum was born in england but um moved around a lot and then settled uh in canberra and so a lot of girls, or a lot of a lot of guys and girls would move. You know, in, in, when the ski was, season was on, they'd come, over, they'd go from Canberra over to, to the ski ski fields, and yep. and um, you know, obviously hospitality jobs and such. So, so mum basically was working working in the ski fields through through the winter, and so you know, dad, the ski instructor, just <laughs> Austrian <laughs> yeah. ski instructor. I had I've had some I've seen some images of my dad, um, with a guitar. Just singing for like just a bar of women, like it was just hilarious. Laughing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Um, and all these dudes, it was hilarious. They all came over, um, and basically you know married, re- like a, just Aussie girls. So locals, yeah, yeah, all locals. Um, so my my dad had you know obviously he came over with mates, and then when, you know, they'd call back home and say <laughs> you got to get out here, this place is amazing.
0: Was that the appeal? Like, w- were they getting away from bad economic environment and to something better, or was it just like? I think it, yeah, it was just like a, this it, is
1: the best of everything. Yeah, it was like this untouched paradise that they yeah. they. I mean, you know, there's there's a, there's a summer in Austria. You know, yep. it's it's not as if it's it's you know minus ten every every day or year. But yeah. They just had um, there was just this wide expanse of you know this, they could go up to the, on the go up to the Gold Coast and, yep. and and go you know hang out and lay in the sun. They're all tanned, they're all just lapping up the sun all summer, and then they'd go back down and they'd do the season. So they just had this amazing country to sort of play. What were they either. doing in the off season? Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. I've never asked my dad what he did. Okay, maybe they just cleaned up through the winter and just you know put their feet up. Yeah, mate, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I'll, 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 I'll find out and I'll tell you. Yeah,
0: get back to me off air, off air.
1: Like um. It. Well, if he calls again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Austria, yeah. I just, yeah, we just, I just took a call from dad. I got a missed call, then he called again. He was like, I better pick it up because he's going to think, Where's, what's Ben doing on a Sunday night? And I love it because I explained what I was doing. Yep. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, just one minute. And I was like, oh, like, you know, you, you tell him. Yeah, something's hey, going down. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of busy. He's yep. like, okay, okay. Well, just one minute, one minute. I so, said, mate, it's not one minute. Anyway, um, love you, dad. Um, yeah, so, so basically they, they met. Um, in 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 Thredbo, yep. the ski seat you know th- on the on the ski fields, the beautiful ski th- fields of Thredbo, um, and yeah we got married and then decided to move back to Austria. So um, yeah, that's where that's where I was born. So I was born in Austria. Oh well, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there for um, a couple of years, first few two years of my life, and then um, and my I guess it got to a point where you Know, mum was kind of getting a bit homesick, and 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 you know, dad sort of thought, Yeah, well, you know, I you know, I I did enough seasons in Australia to to you know live there and settle and stuff, and so you know, he was like, Yep, let's 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 do it, and so yeah, they moved back to to um, yeah, to Sydney, and that's um, that's where I kind of, yeah, sort of you know, my my second part of my my journey started in Sydney.
0: So, where was how long
1: was your mum in Australia
0: before, for before like? When she met your dad, um,
1: so mum, well, mum, you said she was born in the UK. Yeah, she was born in the UK, but but kind of had her sort of I guess her childhood in the UK. Okay. So some people still say that she sounds English, but I, I, I don't, you don't I, hear I don't it. don't hear it. Yeah. But um but they say that yeah some people say that she does but you yeah, know she she um I mean she studied and lived in Canberra so she was, she went to Union Canberra um yep. and that kind of thing so she was yeah very much settled in Australia when when she yeah you know, met dad yeah see
0: yeah, yeah. so then you so you moved out here when you were 4 you said no I was 2 2 okay yeah yeah,
1: yeah. you have a brother Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, 2 years younger than me so was he born here or yeah was he, was, he no he was born here right yeah okay. yeah, yeah 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 see yeah so um yeah, the four of us lived in the. Uh, we were living. We've, we lived all over, um, mainly these. All, all, it was all the eastern suburbs, yep. Sydney. Um, so the kind of Willara Bonner Junction area, and then we moved to. Um, was to before you go? On, was that was was that because there was a migrant population there? Um, no, the, no. The the I- it was interesting. We lived um just kind of Willara Bonner Junction c- uh, the, on the cusp of that area because the the mum was house sitting. Okay, so they got a sweet deal. Yeah, with this, like it was quite a beautiful little home, and um, and they had, um, it was basically family friends, and they would sort of travel a lot, or they'd they'd live they lived overseas. I think they were English, and they yeah. lived overseas, and that was kind of their Australian home, um, and so they, they basically, um, you know, they, they were kind of house sitting, um, so yeah, it was a, it was a it was a nice little nice little area, and um, and then we uh, then we moved to um the Tamarama. Um, oh, yep. Area so Tamarama and Bondi, yep. So, a g- like, had had um had yeah a lot of my childhood in uh, on the, like by the e- like the Eastern beaches, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So, were your parents musical in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, like
1: my dad was, and he played, dad guitar. played guitar, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. and he yodeled like straight up really, yodeled. yeah, yeah, like powerful. proper yodeler. That's like, a powerful and he's tool a, and, <laughs> yeah, it is. and I'm not just saying he's an amazing yodeler, he was great, so he still is. That's so um, wow, and he just he would just. Pull it out, out of nowhere. I, I I remember as a young boy going, because um, obviously, you know, dad's dad's mates settled. Some of them settled in Threadbone and started lodges there. Okay. And so in the ski season, you know, obviously it was. It's a bit of a stitch up going down. I mean, now it's a crazy stitch up, but back in the day, it was you know pretty expensive to stay there. But yeah, because you know one. Um, one mate in particular had a had a nice big lodge that he he built himself and and started. We used to stay there for nothing, and so we would just pay for the the you know the the um, passes, the passes for the day. Yeah. So we'd go down quite a bit, like every every winter we'd be, uh, we'd you know we'd head down there and stuff. And I remember Dad would be on a chairlift going up, and he'd see his mate who had the lodge, but was still a ski instructor. He couldn't shake it; like he just was just still there doing. It. He was like one of the one of the um the OGs, and he yeah. um. And dad would yodel like down to him from the chairlift, (laughs) and Bounty would yodel back to him and stuff. It was so funny. It was good. But, um, hectic. Yeah. But he was, yeah, no, he was, uh, yeah, he played guitar. And so, um, he, and he, yeah, he'd play like old Austrian tunes and stuff. And, and yeah, it was, I I remember him playing that. Was it
0: like part of my ignorance with, um, Austrian guitar music? Is it poker based? Um,
1: it's, yeah, a, a kind of a folk. It's I guess it's folk kind of polka in a way I yeah. guess Polk, polka 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 yeah polka? like yeah. umpa yeah, yeah yeah exactly yep so the strumming's quite similar to that yeah yep. um and they've yeah so they've I guess there's like a new a new a new version of that now that's going around that all the old heads hate because it's they? like it's like a commercial version of polka it's so wow. funny so like the young. The young kids um, love all this, like this new version of this is going this new on in Austria, polka. or is there something I'm not aware of? No, this <laughs> no, this is Austria. You're right. Okay. Um, so, like, basically, you'll go to like to old, like to beer halls, and they'll just p- be playing this, this new school, yeah, um, um, sort of like the Justin folk Bieber music, yeah, f- and all the old heads yeah. hate it, and all the young kids just off their face Ruff just singing it. to this, yeah, yeah. So my dad was a my dad's old school. He was playing the original stuff. So um, yeah yeah but um but mum, mum, as far as I know, didn't play an instrument, but loved music, like okay. there was always music going playing, yeah you know, cool. so my house is very musical, I think that was probably why music's so important to me, yeah, like, you know um it's it, there was always music playing um as you know, as as far back as I can remember, for sure, Sick. so yeah but but yeah, but, um, dad, yeah, no, dad, dad was the musician, he played guitar, awesome, yeah. mm. so what what would they listen to like? Um, I remember. I vividly remember Die Straits a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, and in particular, before you go on, yeah. sorry,
0: was your dad ex- did your dad hear bands like Die Straits and whatever other bands from coming out here? No. Or did he listen to it a lot at home?
1: So, so back. So what? What m- the stuff that my dad was into? Was yep. is, is where we'll take the. F- uh, we'll, 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 that's where our first song. We'll, cool. will We'll. Uh, we'll um, pick up yep but he he did before austria uh, before australia sorry he did um seasons in america okay so the austrian ski instructors would do a season in america and then fly back so he did 10 he did 10 seasons um in in america before um uh, coming wow. to australia so um each each um american winter he'll go over and he, he settled in stowe in vermont okay and so um where his uncle was it, where my uncle was as well his brother yep so they were very much he's he's a, he's uh, he had f- um, There were four brothers But um, Howman um, He Who sadly passed away in 79 I didn't get to He didn't get to meet me unfortunately But he He was um, He He basically went to America And he's the one who said You know You've got to come and check The states out And so he He would kind of Dad would kind of Follow where Howman said to go So
0: you said he, Your dad was one of four Yeah yeah. Wh- which
1: How Like what Part he of the pecking order He was Second from the bo- So So third so he was third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was third. He was third. Um. So yeah. So basically, th- so dad did ten seasons. So of course, over in Vermont, um, at that time there was a lot of, um, country music playing. Yeah. So dad brought home, um, a lot of uh, like he, heaps, a lot of vinyl. Yeah. Of of country music. So you know, you, you obviously got you know, I guess you know, there's a lot of um, you know Willie Nelson. yeah, You know Waylon Jennings. Um um a li- like a, a lot of stuff that that I, i'd never heard of and of course johnny cash yeah and so um as a as a little boy i remember hearing his deep that that deep voice yeah right of johnny cash in, in the house and so to that you know that was dad playing the vinyls you yeah know, the vinyl of, of, of and uh, uh yeah so I, I remember i remember that vividly um i i do remember as a young kid not enjoying it too much yeah you know, like yeah. I don't know, like it's it's that acquired taste country music, but um obviously I, I love it now I you yeah know, um but at the time I was like oh well the, the vocals seem interesting but I I, I couldn't get with the, the music like mu- I couldn't get with the music yeah um, absolutely but um but yeah I, I I do I do remember Johnny yeah playing quite a lot um which is which is amazing and of course mum was mum was playing you know um Dire Straits um she was playing Queen okay um. And, and that, and like a lot of you know, Fleetwood Mac was, uh, yep. I, I remember a lot of Fleetwood Mac, um, a lot of um, Simply Red, unfortunately. <laughs> you don't like him? I don't know. I, I <laughs> just, I, I just it's not your palate. I just, yeah, oh, he's okay. He's yeah. okay. He's okay. No, it was, you know, it's actually, you know, I, 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 I lie. He's okay. It was okay. I, I preferred hearing Dire Straits. I remember Brothers in Arms, that record in particular, yeah. um, which is quite fitting, um, you know, hearing, hearing, um, Brothers in arms with um, when we, we uh before last nerve. Yeah, before last nerve playing, obviously and, and Ricky, God rest his soul's funeral. Um yep. but yeah, I think um, yeah, I think Dice Straits were in particular were that 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 definitely had an impact on me, that band in particular, and, yeah, well. Qu- and Queen as well. Queen was we I remember mum had the mum had a lot of Queen, but also we had um I remember we had the best of like cassette and we'd put it was one of those it was, you know, on our car rides it was literally just in in the, there. In there constantly yes yeah. ba- and it would just repeat back and forth over and over and over and over so it was yeah it was fun it was good see so yeah. what are we gonna go with we're gonna go with uh, big river by Johnny Cash see um, it's 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 not many people can say but it's actually my favorite song of all time of all time of all time yeah wow I just think it's a yeah I think lyrically it's beautiful it's simple um, musically it's like a quintessential you know um, country song I think and um, yeah I think it's just a it's a special song so we're gonna go with Big river by
2: Fuck yeah. Now I taught the weeping willow how to cry. And I showed the clouds how to cover up a clear blue sky. And the tears that I cried for that woman are gonna flood you, big river. And I'm gonna sit right here until I die. I met her accidentally in St. Paul, Minnesota. And it tore me up every time I heard her draw, southern draw. Then I heard my dream went back downstream, cohorting and Davenport. And I followed you, Big River, when you called. Oh, you talk- St. Louis later on down the river A crater said she's been here But she's gone, boy, she's gone I found her trail in Memphis But she just walked up the bluff She raised a few eyebrows And then she went on down alone Now won't you bat it down by Baton Rouge River Queen rolling on Take that woman on down to New Orleans Go I've had enough Dump my blues down in a Gulf. She loves you, Big River, more than me oh, yeah. Now I talk to weeping Willow how to cry and I showed the clouds out to cover of a clear blue sky. And the tears that I cried for that woman are going to flood you, big river. And I'm going to sit right here until I die.
0: All right, Johnny Cash. So there's a lot to take in with that song, considering it is such a simple song. But Absolutely. you said something that was amazing that <laughs> I thought was amazing. I th- I said you've got to repeat that. Tell me your thoughts on that song. Lyrically, the whole kit and caboodle.
1: Yeah, I look the the I taught the weeping willows how to cry. Like that is just that's pure poetry. It's dead. It's deep. amazing. Yeah, it's pretty special. Um, I'm sure he wrote it too. It's not as if he had someone writing um, you know, I mean Yeah, like, like know, a ghostwriter or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I just think that yeah, a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of, a lot of old, you know, old, and probably now. I don't I, like. I, I guess talking to about new country music, I, I I wouldn't. I don't really play around with new country music. It's more yeah. the old old stuff. But well,
0: it's almost like, um, I guess it's almost like the, the tri- the, umpah, you know, the yeah, music. Yeah, 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 where yeah. there was the traditional stuff. Yeah, yeah. And in this case, the equivalent of country would be Johnny Cash, and yeah. then there'd be the new wave. Yeah. Where the old heads would be like, what the fuck is what this pop is garbage? This? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, but if you listen to earlier than that, you know, um Hank Williams was the same deal. Like if you listen yeah. further back, you can hear some amazing old recordings of Hank Williams where he's singing a, it's it's just all about heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> it's all heartbreak and loss. They and, live and tough lives. Yeah. But you know, these and these guys were, you know, the I don't know, like it's like when you hear a um like a heavy band singing about heartbreak it's yeah. kind of it's it's you know they're not they're not scared to keep their emotions yeah, you know, to themselves. Sleeve, yeah, yeah yeah you know and and so you've got these um these tough guys you know playing playing kind of you know i guess a lot of it was they call it outlaw country a lot of these dudes were yeah. outlaw country um johnny cash was definitely one of them but um yeah just singing about uh, you know uh, their broken heart you know, uh, it's and beautiful. How does that fit in the
0: Johnny Cash disc, Johnny Cash discography? Like, where does it sit? Um,
1: well, it, that was that was one he did in the fifty. That was the fifty. So that was, was early. That early, was early. Huh? Big yep. River, yeah. Um, part of, I I I believe it was part of the Sun um the Sun, oh, Studios. Sun Studios, yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, like I, I I think um it's funny a lot of a lot of people if you think of um if they talk about Johnny Cash they 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 you know prefer the Rick Rubin stuff he did yeah. um, towards the end of his life, which is amazing. Yep. Um. Uh. And, and, and I I do I still I listen to that too, but yep. I think that if we if you listen to what he was doing in the fifties is just it was yeah. amazing. It was just next level.
0: So there was an interesting um. I, I hate saying this sentence, but I heard a podcast with Rick Rubin. Yep. <clears throat> like in the last two months. Okay. And it was interesting to hear because he taught he. They talk in the podcast about Johnny Cash, yeah, and how literally Johnny Cash was playing for fifty people, yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know in the nineties, yeah, in the
1: nineties he was he was doing like he was no doing like no one gave a fuck, no, he was doing yeah. big halls with like ladies playing canasta, yeah, right, and yeah. maybe not canasta, but they were, he was like yeah, like bridge or what, yeah, it yeah was bridge yeah. or whatever, and he was he was playing these old these old halls yeah. with you know these people that used to listen to Johnny Cash and kind of remember who he was, and yeah. Yeah and, and then Ruben just went We've got this idea Yeah Yeah
0: And Like some of that shit Like you know The first one that comes to mind is Hurt Yeah absolutely but, Like the Nine Inch Nails song Like yeah. that's That's one of those songs where it's like People would probably only know "Hurt" by by Johnny
1: Cash. Oh, abso- I mean, I, I, like there was an interview with um, with Trent, Trent and yeah. He said people come up to him and go, "Oh, awesome man, you played that Johnny Cash song tonight." Amazing, yeah. <laughs> and he ta- he he goes, "Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah." He he he's like basically gives it it's to his Johnny song. Cash. It's like, yeah, 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 I did, man. Thanks, yep. yeah, yeah. Hectic. It's pretty cool. I, there's there's a story I heard um about when. When Johnny was doing the final recordings, um Johnny. Johnny Cash. I'm yep. not gonna call him by his first name. I don't know him. You yeah, mates? Yeah, we're mates. who we go way back. Um, so yeah, Cash was doing. He, he had this little cabin that he was reco- he would record in with with Rick Rubin. Okay. And this one p- particular session, he was having there was he, there was this banging and it, there's like knock knock and um Rick Rubin kept on stopping Johnny from, just Cash from singing. He was like, you know, you got. I, I can hear a banging. Can you hear that banging? He's like, no, no, no. Anyway, he kept going and there was a banging bang. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to stop. We just have to check what that is. And they stopped the recording and looked outside and there was a huge it was like a, a big buck, like a deer, wow. knock, like smacking his head against the cabin. <laughs> and they could hear him. He was that big that they could hear it coming through the recording. because yeah. he was just like knocking his head. through. he literally just, you know, recorded in the middle of in the you know, in the woods in, in his little in his little shack or whatever it was. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a yeah, he's Fucking hell of an artist. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. There's
0: a, there's a lot of music around the house. Your parents are, uh, you know, as we said, listen to Dire Straits and Johnny Cash and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Did that play? Like, was it records or tapes or like, was it was there a communal stereo or was it only in the, only in the car or what was the story?
1: Um. There was. I remember there was a. It was one of those um, cassettes cassette vinyl, combo kind combos. Of yeah. Yeah. I wish I still had it. Yeah, um, it mm. was that. It was in the corner, and I remember we had we. So obviously there was a lot of vinyl, but there were heaps of cassettes too. Yep. I remember there were lots of cassettes. So um, I remember um, Brothers in Arms as a cassette, Queen's Greatest Hits as a cassette. Yep. Um. And I'm and I'm sure Dad was playing um, Johnny Cash. You know, he's, he was playing his vinyl then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just in the sitting room, and yeah, so um, yeah. and and always amazing speakers. Like my yeah. parents had, and I remember. It wasn't as if they had them, you know, right next to the player. Like, they kind of, you know, they'd, they'd spaced them out for, yeah. like, surround sound. You know, yeah. I, I love that. For a full experience. Full, yeah. yeah. You, I think one of them in particular, one of them had, uh, I, I think uh, I think this is true, had, like, this long cord. It was, it was in the next room even. And so... Oh, wow. Because there was... I remember, there were, like, they, they liked to entertain. So, there there was a lot of people around. So. Yep. Um, and that always, you know, obviously, when you're entertaining, you know, music just comes on straight away. That's yeah. just the, you know, that's what, just what happens. The, the default, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I remember, yeah, I remember these big, these like really high speakers, um, and, you know, that, that would that would you know, that would pump out all this really good music. Sick, yeah, 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 fantastic, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I guess getting a bit older,
0: were you into did music click with you pretty quickly? Yeah, like, definitely, yeah. definitely.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah. I started playing piano. Piano was my first instrument. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember, um, I, I do, I do, I loved it, but I hated practicing. Oh, it's the worst. I hated. Yeah. it. I remember I was quite young because I'm, well, I'm hoping I was young because the the prize that I won from practicing was this plastic sword. Good. So I would have been young. Yeah. It wasn't was as if I was like eighteen. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, oh, but I had a. I had yeah it was I remember I had a little chart and I had to tick the box every okay. time I practiced and yep. when I when I when I cleared all the uh, yeah, I think it was maybe a whole week like five or yep. seven boxes or whatever I could go we could go get this this um, plastic sword and it had like I remember the handle had like a knight's um, a knight's head on the handle and it would it would um it w- it had a cover too so it was like a you know it was, yeah. like a, it was a proper it was serious it was
0: did you say that's did your mum say like or parents say like. Pick a present. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's what you went yeah, for. Yeah, that
1: was it. I remember I saw it in you know, like a toy shop and I was like, that I was want that. And I was like, well, if you want that, you gotta, you gotta practice. And I was like, okay. And you know, it worked because yeah. i got the sword <laughs> yeah and i was t- i remember ticking the box as a kid and stuff so yeah
0: so was it did they buy a piano for you to learn or like they just happened I, to have one i don't know where it sp- came from but yeah. it
1: was like yeah it was i remember and, and i remember it in two in both homes like in, okay. in Walara and then in, in tamarama so it was it was a it was beautiful piano uh, it could have been it could have been you know um given given to us yep. maybe um I've actually never asked mum or dad the question. But, yeah, it, uh, but I remember it sat, you know, it was quite prominent in the, in the living room and stuff. Yep. And um, I don't remember, I actually don't remember how I came to playing the piano though. It was yeah, kind huh? of, it, I just, I, it, that was it. I was just playing it all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, and I remember my brother didn't play an instrument. Like, my brother was quite sporty. So I remember, I mean, we were both we we're both playing footy. We were both playing yep. rugby league, but um, he would focus on his mm. footy. Um, and i was and i and i remember i was i was like you know i was i was you know playing piano and stuff yeah so um yeah that was that was my childhood like surfing playing f- playing footy and and playing piano it's <laughs> fantastic what a combo yes yeah, that's the, that's the triple that's the 3 feet. yeah that's it it's yeah. a triple threat
0: yeah, uh, yeah, yeah triple threat was exactly what it was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. 3 peat yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um music would yeah music would have been pretty impactful from a young age yeah yeah what stands out as like the song that kind of sums up the moment when you were like, music is more than just, you know, a, a jingle yeah. for a commercial or or a theme song from a TV show or whatever.
1: Yeah, so um, there were quite a few. So obviously, I guess, like a lot of probably eight or nine-year-old boys. Um, born in the 80s. Yeah, born in the 80s. Um, the, like John Farnham was like, oh, dude, he was like, he was it, right? Yeah, like oh, he, very much so. I remember I met him um my mum worked for the ron mcdonald house the children's charity okay um and she um and there was a, a camper used to have a there used to be one in Camperdown, and um but that's not where she worked but they had a um that he he came and visited all the kids there and so mum gave me the day off school to go meet him fuck yes thanks <laughs> and i was just like
0: really did you pretend to be sick or no nah, no nah, 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 good no
1: nah. it was just i was just there yep. i was just like uh, there was food and drink like and, Jan- and there's Johnny, Johnny with the best mullet ever. So, good. so
0: for reference, before we go any further, for international listeners, fuck, I can't even think of a Johnny Farnham equivalent for like an American. What would...
1: I don't know. Like Bruce Springsteen? Maybe Spr- Maybe Yeah, maybe Springsteen. But without maybe, the guitar. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. He just had some serious pipes on him. Yeah, dude an scene. amazing vocalist. Yeah. He had about 15 um, farewell tours. Yeah, yeah. He took the piss with that one Yeah he did didn't he? He's
0: but like that, that, that. Was Was from a really young age Performing Yeah And just kind of Everybody yeah. grew up with him And yeah.
1: yeah Yeah What was his band He did that Sadie the Cleaning Lady Didn't he Yeah I mean that was a, That was a horrible song That was a terrible song And but, Raindrops but Keep falling on my
0: head <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one Yeah
1: <laughs> Um, but I remember, you know, you're the voice that, I mean, that whispering Jack, yeah, whispering Jack, it's amazing. And you know, that, the the film clip when you can see the sight, the profile of his mullet. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's a head of hair. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean,
1: there's, look, let's be honest. There were a ton of mullets cruising around in that time, in that era. Mate, it was the age of mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was good. But, um, look, Johnny, Johnny Cash, uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Farnham for me or John Farnham, whatever. He was, yeah, he was, um. He he was definitely a singer that I kind of idolized, yeah. so to speak. But but um, I wouldn't say that's the the next song in the in, okay. in my in my, um, yeah, in yeah, my yeah. little yeah. list. The next song's nothing like John Ca- John Farnham. John Farnham, yeah, um, or Johnny Cash for that matter. But I remember um, I I was about I was probably about nine, roughly about nine. Um, I have no idea how this tape ended up in my house, um, but I just I had it. Yep. it was there. Um, I thought it was one of the most amazing things I'd ever seen. Um, just the just the look of it, just the, the cover, the yeah. front cover. I was like, this is amazing. Um, and um, and then when I played it, I was like, I'd never heard any music like it before. And I was like, this is this is like something. I and I guess maybe I'm just thinking maybe this is where my my love of, of a be- of a good beat comes from because okay. it was because you know obviously I'm a drummer. I... And maybe this is where it started, but it was um, it was public enemy it takes a nation of millions to hold us back.
0: Yeah. So okay, you're the older brother.
1: <coughs> yeah, I'm the older brother, and you don't know where the tape came no from. No idea. Have no idea. Wild. And and I and I was I remember I was um I was heading up your way today, thinking oh, I got to call mum to ask her, do you remember where that tape came from? And I don't have it either. I lost it, but um yeah it takes a nation of millions of dollars back is is was the album and i remember you know if you, you you've seen the cover it's just like you know obviously chuck d and F- Flave um standing in a jail you know in a cell um gold chains the what you know the 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 watch the the big clock around his neck and then I, I don't know i just think that when i heard it it was like this is like this is something i've never heard before and it was it was very different to obviously the rock and the um oh. and, and and what what you know johnny Farnham was was singing about um, and so, yeah, and, and I remember I just I played it, and the funny thing was is that I I didn't play any other hip hop at all. It was just that one record. It yeah. wasn't as if I had you know Run DMC and like I don't know like then early Beastie Boys e- or whatever. Be- yeah, like yeah. you know they didn't have like Big Daddy Kane on cassette. So it was just it was literally just it takes a nation of millions. And so um, yeah, that's that was that was th- I was I think it came out eighty eight. Okay, so I'll take your word for I it. I think it was '88. No it was '88. Um, all your hip hop heads would hopefully uh, you're agreeing with me, Luke build. Dolans. Yeah, Dolan. He's Hoop- he's hopefully, I'm correct. Right yeah, yeah. yeah he's Ho- giving hopefully, hopefully he's the nodding, going yeah. yes, Mork. Yes. Yes. Um, You'll hear about it if you. If yeah, you hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably will. Um, so I think it was '88. So I was about. I would have been. I probably would have been. I was probably about nine, yeah. um, or maybe even Virgin on ten. But I was. I, I had that cassette nonetheless, and it was. It was. It was, it was amazing. I was blown away by it. And then just basically what, I don't know, it it was just, it was kind of, it was, yeah, it was like kind of, it was exciting to hear it because it was like, it felt like to me it was music that was just like I, I was like too little to be listen you know. I don't know. It was like I was like too little to be listening to this kind of this like rebellious music, like and you know, there's, there, you know, there's obviously the f bombs dropped numerous times and like everywhere, what? everywhere. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, what is this? And um and so yeah, that that I think that set me off on it because you know, obviously I'm, I'm a I'm a huge fan of hip hop, and I think that's where it started. <laughs> I think that's probably where my journey begins. at nine, you didn't you didn't call your mum, did you? Nah, it's too late to call her. Now, yeah, it, isn't it? it's it's definitely too late. Yes, yeah. 10 to 11. Yeah. She'll, she'll, oh, she, she won't kill me. She loves hearing from me, but, you know. Well,
0: maybe when we listen to it, you can drop a little SMS. Yeah, true, true. And see if she true. gets back to we'll, us in real time. We'll
1: see. We'll see yeah. if it happens. But So what song? Um, don't Believe the Hype, Fucking Public a. Enemy. Fucking A.
0: If you were to pick a John Farnham song?
1: Um, oh, wow, wow. Um, Putting you on the spot, I know. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I think... Oh, there's there's the stuff. Probably, I mean, Whispering Jack. Whispering Jack was a great record. Yeah. But I think there's um, there's some the, the stuff he did probably in the 90s. Um, I'm just trying to think of. I need to have a little think of okay. of, of one of his songs because I, I like I, I mean you know I was obsessed with him. Yeah. Um, but um, I need to have a little think. See. I'll, I'll get back to on that one. Yeah. Don't
0: believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Public enemy. PE yo. Fuck yeah. Yeah.
3: For the same thing It's a new thing Check out this I bring an the we below the level Cause I'm living low Next to the base Come on Turn up the radio They're claiming I'm a criminal But now I wonder how Some people never know The enemy could be The friend's guardian I'm not a hooligan I rock the party And clear all the madness I'm not a racist Preach to teach to because op- they never had this Number one Never wanna run about the gun I wasn't licensed To have one The minute they see me I'm the epitome, a public enemy Used, abused, without clues I refuse to blow a fuse They even had it on the news Don't
4: believe the hype Don't, 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 don't believe the hype <laughs> Don't, 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 don't believe the hype
3: <laughs> Yes, was the start of my last jam So here it is again, another death jam But since I gave you all a little something that I knew you lacked They still consider me a new jack all the critics you can hang on my hold the rope but they hope to the pope and pray it ain't dope the follow of farrakhan do will tell me that you understand until you hear the man they book up the new school rap game writers treat me like coltrane insane yes to them but to me i'm a different kind we're brothers on the same mind unblind caught in the middle end not surrendering i don't rhyme for the sake of riddling, so claiming that i'm a smuggler some say i never heard of you a rap burglar Media, we don't need it, do we? In the daytime, radio scared of me, cause I'm mad. Plus I'm the enemy. They can't come on and play me in prime time. Cause I know the time, plus I'm getting mine. I get on the mix late in the night. They know I'm living right, so here goes the mic sight. Before I let it go, don't rush my show. You try to reach and grab and get elbow Word to hurt Yo, if you can't swing this, learn the words. You might sing this just a little bit of the taste of the face for you. As you get up and dance at the LQ. With some denied to buy it, I swing polos. Then they it clear the lane, I go solo. The meaning of all the that, the media is the wax. As you believe it's true, it blows me through the roof. Suckers, liars, give me a shovel Some writers I know are damn devils From them I say don't believe the hype Yo Chuck, they must be on the pipe, right? Their pens and pads I snatch cause I've had it I'm not an addict, fiend, it was static I see the taste recorder and I grab it No you can't have it back, silly rabbit I'm going to my media assassin Harry Allen, I gotta ask him Yo Harry, you're a writer, are we that tight? No. Yeah, boy, part two from the Show. Yo, grip. Get the green, black, and red in. Gold down, count down to Armageddon. 88, you wait, the S1s will. Put the less in effect, and I still will. Rock the hard jam, treat it like a seminar. Reach the bourgeois, and rock a boulevard. Some say I'm negative, but then I'm positive. What do I got to give? The media says this? Red, Yo, black, and green. They got to be you, know you know what I mean?
0: My my weird little epiphany in listening to that song as we were talking about it. Yeah. Chuck D does... Like, you think of rappers... Oh, I shouldn't say that. You think of rap groups. Like, you think of someone like... And I'm going to be really white. I'm going to say, like... You think of a rapper like Eminem. Yeah. yeah. And he does his own stuff Mm -hmm. because it's Eminem. Yeah. And every once in a while he'll have guests or whatever. But then you think of a group like, again just because I'm fucking lame, the Beastie Boys. Yep. And the three of them do, like, the three of them do equal parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chuck, but uh, Public Enemy is a group. Yeah. But Chuck D does
1: 90% of the lyrics. Yeah, it's all him. It's all, it's all him. Yeah.
0: And I just, I listened to that and just thought, I'd be fucked. Yeah. I'd be, <laughs> like, I'd be so, like... Yeah. That's a lot of lyrics to come up with.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like and he didn't even want to be the he didn't want to be a front man either. D- is that right? Yeah, yeah. As far as I know. Okay. Once again, Luke Crew, if you're listening. Yeah. Give us um choices. as far as I know, um, yeah, Chuck D was like, nah, like I mean, I, I want to fight for, for you know, for our rights. Yeah. But but I don't want to be the front man of that. Like you know, he was probably happy enough to do it in the background. But wow. um, I guess I mean, look if you listen if you listen to him, if you're a, you know if you're a fan of hip hop and you know that, that kind of music, he's a, an amazing MC. So. Yeah, but um, it just like there was no, it was just flow. relentless. Like mm. there
0: was no there was no one really to pass it off to. Yeah, like he just yeah, yeah. except for the "Don't Believe the Hype" hook. Yeah, he yeah. was just—it was all him until yeah. right at the end when Flavor Flav Fla- 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 does Fla- his Fla- little just, thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, he, he, Fla- yeah, Flavor Flav Fla- had had his own little sections here and there in, yeah. in throughout the you know the obviously in, in in other in other songs, but yeah, I mean that p- song in particular. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he wrote most of it. Yeah, Chuck D. It's just heavy lyrically.
0: It's just yeah, very very Chuck D heavy. Yeah, yeah. which is you know it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: and we, we're just talking about then their logo in particular. Oh. That's you've got fantastic. you've got this dude with his arms crossed in the in you know, the crosshairs of a sniper oh, rifle. See,
0: n- yeah, until not until you mentioned that, do I think yeah, that guy looks chill. Like he yeah. looks like he's, he's ready he's to good, die. Um, yeah,
1: he's got his arms crossed, going yellow. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what can you do to me? Yeah. Do your worst. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's amazing. Yeah. And that
0: you know, for a nine-year-old kid. Yeah. That cover is intense.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, why are they in jail? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. what have they done? Yeah, exactly. Bad people
0: go to jail. What are these guys Yeah, done? And they look
1: quite content behind yeah. the bars yeah. too. Like, it's like, yeah. It's just another day this at the is office. It's just what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um obviously, you know, the, the older I got, I learned a little bit more about, you know, their uh, the about, about their message and yep. and then you know, you get older still, and then all of a sudden you're listening to you know NWA and you go, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah this is what's um, going on yeah exactly but um but yeah that that kind of that, that set off i guess something in me um I mean, if you listen to them that that's that's punk rock like yeah. as as it, as it, as it gets as good as it is you know yep. de- by definition by yeah by definition that's 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 punk rock right there what they were doing so what did mum and dad think about that um yeah look i i i, I, I don't know they may have given it to me yeah. but like you know i mean? i, I don't actually remember them um it's really funny. I don't if, if I if I think back to my music, um, to my t- my music tastes and, and you know what, what I was listening to. There's probably not a lot that my parents sort of frowned at. Okay. You know, um, I guess w- my, my my dad my dad's funny in particular. You know, when we get into into you know different genres and heavier genres, like I'll, I'll obviously mention him a little bit. Yep. Um, but I think yeah, I think and, and I think mum yeah Mum, she just sort of thought, well, if this is what he likes, that this is what he likes, you know okay. it wasn't as if, and look you know let's be honest, if I was playing um you know Johnny Farnham, then Mum would have liked it as well, you know yeah, she was like, okay, cool, this kid's, this kid's got a good ear, yeah, maybe not public enemy, but you know um I think there was it was more of a well, if this is what you like, this is what you like, you know, but so there was minimal censoring I, d- I don't remember any of it, okay yeah <laughs> honestly, right, I honestly don't yeah um. Yeah, I, d- I just don't. I think it was kind of, um, yeah. They just they, they, this is this is what this is what you know, what what these kids are into. And okay, you know, you can go for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. See? It? Yeah, that's
0: it. Okay, that's it. So, again, w- minimal censoring. There's probably not much that would have. I mean, if your parents were more than okay with listening to and seeing the Public Enemy album, and you know, obviously they would have come across it. Yeah. Whether you were listening to it in your room or you threw it on the car or whatever. Yeah. Um it's kind of hard to rebel when you there's when your parents are okay with rebellion in yeah. a sense like yeah, so yeah, yeah. what
1: what came next? Um. So I guess moving, moving forward a little bit, I, I, I remember listening to um. see th- this, this is the interesting part. I mean, I, I, th- there were a few other bands I probably could have put on. Yeah, okay, let's talk about apart that. Apart from Public Enemy. But yeah. I think Public Enemy was important because it was it's kind of set me up for now, you know, what, what I'm doing now too. You yep. know? So yep. it was my first sort of insight into into this amazing genre, you know, that is hip-hop. And yep. so, um, but at the time, I also remember here, I was listening to, there were bands like Ice House. Okay, yep. Dragon. Yep. In Excess.
0: Just Aussie classics.
1: So I remember I remember listening to... to to those, you know, sorry, before you go, on, you know
0: In Excess's first show, yeah, was it Where Was you it were today? Yeah, no way. Swear to God, what what like the the ocean? I think it's the, I think it's got some lame name like the Ocean Beach Hotel in your minor But yeah, wow. look it up. Yep. That's amazing. They li- they all lived on the northern beaches, like French Forest, Belrose-ish No way. Yeah, that's And um, That was their first. I, year. I drove past
1: that pub. Yeah, today it's still there. Yep, still there. Wow, wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. That's a nice little nugget of info. Indeed. Sorry, so keep yeah. going. No, so Aussie yeah. O- yeah. Aussie hits. Oh yeah, Aussie lots of lots of Aussie music. Mm. That's that's definitely what I like listening to. And um, the only it's funny the the, the one um, I do remember listening to um, an American band, um, and that was well American artist Alice Cooper. Oh, sick. Yeah, um, the Poison era. Dude, and, and that was like yeah, that was like eighty eight, eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember a bit I Better Nails. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember um I remember a, a good buddy of mine, um, his name's Tim. He um we 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 were obsessed with like just the song Poison. It's a hell of a song. Yeah. And so we got his older sister to write all the lyrics out. And so we just, we'd have them. Yeah. And it, so we just could just Blast them out whenever. Yeah, and just and just look what he was singing about. Cause we kinda we kinda we could tell. Yeah. Um, and then we saw the film clip, and it was oh. like, oh my gosh! Yeah. I remember thinking, like, I don't, do we are we meant to be looking at this? Like the like, girl in bondage gear with the yeah. whip, yeah. And like he, and, and old mate Alice is standing there with his, with like he's like I think he's all in black in ones. He's got like the leather pants yep. and that top that has like way too many buttons unbuttoned. Yep. Yep. and pr- he might be holding a whip. I, I, I think. I have he a feeling is. the. Or oh yeah, no, like they probably. Bo- or one of like a, well, you know those like those big sticks that the jockeys hit the horses with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got one of them. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, I remember thinking to my mate, like, oh, do we, Is this? <laughs> is this like? Should we be looking at this? So,
0: okay, so, I'm go- I'm gonna take it that you were into rage.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah. that's where
0: you get a lot of music. from. Yeah, yeah. Because like that, uh, like that was a monster song.
1: That was huge. I remember we, we it was recorded f- off Rage, so yeah, we, right. we had a VHS of it. Yep. And I remember we'd be at his house, um, and we'd just be you know watching it, rewinding it, like watching it and stuff. Yep. I remember so, like looking back to see if his parents are coming, but I don't think his parents really cared anyway. No, like, no, you give a fuck. Yes, yeah, like whatever.
0: So my moment of like watching something on Rage and going, this is. I know I shouldn't be watching this Yeah, yeah. was when the bangles did a cover Oh, I love of, the bangles. oh fantastic band bangles did a cover of hazy shade of winter oh, okay and right at the end of it I thought they sang the word passion okay and I thought passion was a rude word <laughs> so like I'd go up to the t- I knew I know this the bit was coming on yeah 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 and she'd say there's and I'd Push the volume down when she said passion. Okay. And then okay. push it back up. She didn't say passion. <laughs> she said there's a patch of snow on the ground, but I heard there's a passion, passion. snow. Oh my. God. And I didn't know what the fuck that <laughs> meant, <laughs> but I just knew passion was a bad word. It's like, I better turn this down. So I turn Otherwise, it down and then back Mum, up. Mum Dad are gonna stop yeah. me from watching this. I won't be able to watch your shit yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Love it. Love it. Anyhow, so you're into Rage as well. That's like yeah, that's yeah. how you're getting most of your stuff. Or
1: yeah, Rage, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was freaked out by that intro though. You know, and the outro, you know, the that rage, rage. Right? Oh, yeah, face. with the dude
0: screaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just, yeah, it's yeah.
1: just this, you know, you see that head. And I don't know why they to yell. Yeah. Like, I remember thinking, it's like, why are they yelling it at me? Okay, what's again, I hate saying it.
0: Doing? But there's a Triple J did a, a podcast on the Triple J, whatever the fuck. That, I can't think of what the, they do a podcast. Okay. And they interview the people that made that wow. song. All those heads you see, like yelling. No, no, no not the oh, film no, clip. Who made but the the song. The, the, the audio loop? So yep. it's um, yep. it's a mashup of Wild it's One, Wild One by, by Iggy Pop.
1: Iggy Pop, yep.
0: But they they made it in like twenty five minutes. Wow! And they got this. They got this female to sit. Like, oh, some people yelled rage, and some people, you know, just said rage. But they yep. got all these people to say rage or something. Okay. And they threw it into this looping, like this, I guess DJ console. Okay, okay. That had like sampling console that yep. they just found it, like it was new to the ABC. Wow. And so they were, like they, these two guys were like hit record because here's the song, so they loop like while one and or whatever, and then just they had a button. That, and so like when they you and they go rage rage, rah, 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 like, it was just button. guys hitting the button. <laughs> and so it That's was so like good. purely like. Yeah, it's fucking. Wow. It's a fucking amazing story, and wow. yeah, yeah, stories that
1: go nowhere. But it's a weird. No, fucking no, it's 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 weird. Yeah, it's very. And weird. then the, the 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 very ending with this this one that goes rage.
0: So they speak to her as well, oh. and
1: she got paid fuck all
0: to do it. But it's so iconic. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's yeah. just
1: funny. It's just, it, it's like I was like they were on acid or something. Yeah. It's like it's like it hits you. Yeah. And then it just calms down. It's yeah. Just one little rage. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's anyway, so that good. was that was yeah that was. Rage was amazing, but like, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, there's probably there are probably hundreds of songs that I can think of that I saw from that through era through that era. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think um, moving from from rage and, um, and 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 you know and, and listening to, to you know, I guess the music we just discussed, uh, it was, there was this is where the grunge era uh, took over. Yeah, and we'll talk about this today. It was funny. Like some kids, um, they grow up and they um, they find metal before grunge yeah. and some dudes find grunge before metal it's really interesting i mean the m- you know the my my buddies in in um in in my band straight to tomb they um they're a little bit older than me and they were all into metal at, at this age you yeah know? and so we, we we talk about it a lot like how it's funny that you know where there's the there's this like you know difference with with the, you know with i guess certain eras of, of you know of of music and stuff but yeah uh, grunge for me was was uh, was the next kind of genre evolution. and evolution, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, like, namely, Pell Jam. go. Okay. D- yeah, Pearl Jam were were. I loved Pearl Jam. Yeah, they, they were amazing. Um, I think Eddie, like Eddie Vedder's voice was, was great musically. I mean, I think if you look at ten um, at ten as yep. a, as a debut record, that's just monstrous, monstrous. Yeah, like that is heavy. So yeah. they do that as your debut. Yep. I mean, you they must when they're recording it when they're mixing it they'll probably all sitting around going. Yeah, this is, this is going to be something. We're going to do some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember... Yeah, I just remember seeing... I don't know. I, I, you know, I was a... You know, like like I mentioned before, I was, I was a little kid who loved the, the ocean. Yeah. So I remember when I found out that Eddie Vedder surfed, I thought yeah. that was really cool. Because um, they did the... F- they. I can't think of what song...
0: It, was. it must have been Daughter, which was yep. off, uh, off verses. Yep. Yep. But they didn't... They stopped making film clips after doing Jeremy.
1: Oh, is that right? So Je-
0: I think Jeremy was... Oh no! I'm gonna. This isn't gonna come out right. They did Jeremy. Yep. Yep. And it was that big production film clip. Yep. Yep. And they were like, fuck- "Great song." Oh, fantastic Amazing. song. And they're like, "Fuck film clips." So when Daughter went monstrous, okay. The film clip, because Rage wanted to play it, the film clip was just this surf, just surf montage. Oh, I don't know who the fuck okay, was surfing. Okay. But it was just like we we want to play this song. Yeah. Wow. Because it's number one across the world. Yeah. 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 yeah so yeah, yeah. it was just. Waves and surfers. Yeah, yeah cool. So. Well,
1: there, there was a song. I think it's is it Ocean? Ocean is one of the last songs on. Yeah, the yep, right at the end. Yeah. yeah, right at the end there. And there's there are snippets of just dudes sitting, you know, on their boards in black. It's like a black and white. Okay. In the film clip. And yeah, uh, right. I remember seeing that going. Man, this is this is cool. I like yeah. this. Um, so obviously, Pearl Jam, um, Pearl Jam were, were were big for me. Um, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I, I like Smashing Pumpkins a lot. I think that was, they were a great band. And Soundgarden, so those I think those three. Yep. Um, Nirvana, like uh, there are a lot of my mates who were into Nirvana more than anything. Yeah. And I'd, I, I, I. was one of those guys. Yeah. you... Okay. Yeah. I think looking back now, I probably like Nirvana now. I, I like them probably better now than I did back when, you were when I was a kid. I don't yeah. know what it was. I mean, they're an amazing band. Like they'll. Um, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what it was in particular. I think maybe you know I had I had. Pearl Jam, Smashing Pumpkins, and Soundgarden, and that was enough. I didn't want to add yeah. another band to my yep. list repertoire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, so yeah, I kind of I I yeah, I, I was I was a, a very much a huge fan of of, of, of those three bands in yeah. particular um, for a while, um, and yeah, and that kind of that I kind of sat on grunge for a little while. I'll be yep. honest, and I think through through grunge. Um, I kind of I I probably didn't listen to much else to be honest. Yeah, it was just it was pretty much that. And I, you were saying
0: before, yeah, when you hit her grunge hip hop kind of
1: went by the wayside. So yeah, I'd yeah, yeah. So um, I kind of I, I, I rolled with that for a little while, um, and then um, then I started. So I guess I guess we're up to I was around f- around fourteen. I started drumming. Okay, cool. Yeah. So and what was
0: the inspiration for that? I, I have no idea. Just I think I think
1: it. I think piano piano had served its purpose, yep. and I think I think drum. I, I think drums just looked a bit cooler. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, And I remember the it was really funny. The school I went to, there was a um, the piano teacher. Bless him, he was called Mister Darlington, and he was like this um, this older dude who um, who had been. You know, it's like you you met him and you go, "Have you been a piano teacher for like a hundred years?" Like he was just this old old school dude. Yeah, Um, and he just. Loved it so much You know yeah. and, and, and he 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 was He was He was Just hilarious To, to You know to, to work with But then The drum teacher Was this cool Younger kind of dad Oh right Okay And I was like I remember my mate Was drumming And um And he, he Yeah you know, he started drumming And he, he was actually Really good And um, I remember He had a I went to his house And he had a drum set And he was um He was He was playing He was playing You know one afternoon I remember I was like This is I like like this yeah i couldn't get on the kit because i didn't know how to play and so he told me oh you know blah blah and this is this is this is the drum teacher his name's tony jex you should go um you know check it out and so i I, um i asked mum if i can start drumming that that was and she was all about it she was all about it that's so good yeah so i so i started drumming and um and i remember yeah i remember taking you know he, he was he was a um he was a teacher that he would t- kind of teach you the basics, but he wanted you to bring in music that you like. Yeah. So he could understand where you, like where you're coming where from you come, where and, you, and where you want to go. Where you want to go with yeah. this, you know, where you want to take this. So instead of just playing, um, whatever he liked, um, which he had you know, all over the wall was amazing. Like he had, he had, there were, there were posters of Toto on the wall yep. and die Straits on the wall. And I was like, this guy's amazing. Cause I'd, you know, I'd, I just thought he was really cool. Yep. And when 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 he, when he uh, the way he did his class was so good. So he had two kits set up. Yep. He had his kit, which was just a monster. Yeah. There were like 16 crash cymbals. It's like, come on, man. You're teaching 14-year-old boys <laughs> yeah, how to excessive. play drums. This guy, old mate's got 16 crash cymbals. He's got like three ride cymbals. He's got like, I think the ra- he had about three or four rack toms. It was good. like, dude, Com- yeah. double kick. Yep. Um, anyway, you know, it's like he's, it's, he's not in Slayer. Like, it was just crazy. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, this guy's so cool. Like, his kit is just gigantic. And then the student's kit was just this simple little thing. Yeah. It was like there was one crash, a ride. There were two, two rack toms. I'll give him that yeah. um, floor time, whatever. And so you'd sit at your kit, and then he'd sit at his kit. And he just sort of he talked to you through the through his drum. Were they facing each other? No, like so I was on my side, and so I kind of had to turn like that. Yeah, right. Be, they would next yeah, to, yeah, each okay, to each yeah, other. Next to each other, and then he'd talk through the kit. And then sometimes he'd get up and sort of walk and talk, and then he'd go back on the kit again. But the funny thing is it was a 30-minute lesson, right? So like he'd say, he'd he'd give you an idea of okay, so we're gonna do like this, you know, and he he would love the butta butta, you know, yeah. he do you know the drum, the, the, the drum, lingo. the drum, yeah, yeah. And he so he'd play it. And then he'd say it, and they go, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah." And then you know, if you looked a little bit, just a tad confused, he goes, "No, no, no, no I'll show you." <laughs> and then he would just wail. He just picked for up like on minutes. it minutes. Yeah, you're right. And he's <laughs>
0: just <laughs> chewing into the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I was just, I remember sitting there like thinking, like, oh man, like this is, this is like a three minute clock. This this guy's been drumming for like three and a half minutes, and he he'd, and he'd play way more than he needed was, to. Needed to. Yeah. He'd be doing fills, and i remember thinking like. Why is it like yeah, I can't do this, like and so yeah, but, but when I started drumming, um it was uh it was it was funny because i I was super uncoordinated, and I was like no nah, i I can't do this like I, I, and initially I was like I, I'm not going to do yeah, I'm not going to play drums I'll I'll stick it out for a little bit, but I just couldn't get I couldn't get my left to do the right and the, and the, the kick, it was just too much
0: it is a comp like it is a complex instrument, yeah, yeah, like you know, guitar. Your left hand is completely different to your right. Yeah, yeah. But you, depending on the way you play guitar, your yep. right hand is generally pretty. It does one thing. Yeah, basically, and your left hand does a bit more. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Where like, yeah, drums are using all four limbs. Yeah. at different times. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's it's. it's ma- I mean, I don't know when the. I don't know when it clicked over to okay, I get this. I can't remember when that happened. Yeah. Thankfully, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I remember. Um. I remember playing a lot of grunge. Um, you know, so I'd bring in I'd bring in Pearl Jam songs, yep. um, and and we'd we'd play. Um, there's a one song Review Mirror" by Pearl oh, Jam. it's their best. Yeah. So I remember I was obsessed. That that song was amazing. And what I liked about that song is it was the, it was up. It, the tempo was up. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I think I think that's when I started to think. Uh, maybe I need I need. Th- it had a it had um it had a little bit more guts to it yeah than 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 you know all their other ones, yeah, and the tempo was up I was like okay, i, I i'm like I'm digging this tempo like yep. you know I think this is where maybe when punk rock came along I was like ah now I yeah. found it this is this th- like these are my people yeah so grunge um we talked about earlier grunge was it definitely served the purpose yeah um musically it was amazing and i still listen to it i still I, you know I, I i still listen to Soundgarden, and and uh, like they're they're all great bands yeah um great but i think i think it wasn't until i found punk rock that it was like okay wait a second like now i, I, I get this, this something clicked yeah and absolutely it was, and it was amazing and so I, I guess um moving forward a little bit further um obviously like i said you know growing up at the, you know around around the beaches a lot of surf videos and so all these surf yeah. videos it was just all punk rock bands, yeah. And so this guy Taylor Steele would write, would 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 would, um, would would yeah, would would make these amazing videos of not only crazy great surfing but amazing soundtracks, yeah. And so flawless, soundtracks. flawless. flawless. Yeah. So Descendants, Adolescents, you're hearing that stuff. Yep. But Then you obviously you're hearing Bad Religion, you're hearing Pennywise, you're yep. Hearing, yep. hearing Blink, Blink, yeah, ev- all those bands. Yeah. Um, and that was that was kind of where that transition happened. Yeah. Um, and you know, um and, and I guess this is where this is where kind of I I it took a bit of a turn and I kind of I wouldn't say I left grunge in the dust. Yeah. But it was kind of like that's over for now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm 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 steering my ship over. I completely here. get
0: Like I did I did pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, when
1: you heard punk for the first time you're just like Yeah. Pearl who? Yeah, yeah. Like Yeah whatever absolutely yeah. absolutely like you still you still you know you still keep them there in the background just yeah. in case yeah um but yeah but but punk rock was like okay wow this is it was it was like that it was uh, it was the energy that i loved about it it yeah. was just it was it was nothing yeah it was just energy it was like lyrically as well like i, I guess i connected a little bit better maybe i don't know yeah. what it was about it but it was definitely a, it was it was a moment where i was like wow this was. it was,
0: is, it was de- it's definitely more like so we're talking early to mid-90s, generally SoCal punk rock, yeah? Like, yeah. the epitaph, the fat stuff, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And no, it,
1: like, yeah, exactly. It, it was mainly, it, was, it definitely was mainly the, the you know, the Californian punk rock yeah. bands. that They were the first, my first little...
0: And there band. wasn't many... The lyrics were black and white. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, it wasn't like listening to grunge stuff, where yeah. you're just like, what does he mean when he says, like... Black hole, sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. know, or like that kind of shit. Like, what does that mean? It's like, no, Greg Graffin singing, "I want to conquer the world." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get that. You yeah, know. Yeah. Like,
1: although, although, although his lyrics are like, what do oh I no, he's
0: a bad example. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's that I was still a really bad thing. to go.
1: What's he talking Where's about? Where's the thesaurus? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Is but is that like, a
0: word, you listen to, you know, listen to Pennywise, and you hear, you know, fight, uh, ah, fuck, like. Same old story. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. You know, that whole
1: song—it's black and white. Yeah. Like, there's no two ways about it. I think you I think connect
0: with it, or you don't connect with
1: absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, unknown road. Yeah. Th- when 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 homesick start like uh, homesick starts yep. that was ridiculous. Yeah. I remember I remember all of our, all, all like my my mates and myself we were we played that unknown road record over and over and over. Yeah. That with that piano intro. Yep. Because I think we were thinking like, how. How does a band this powerful and f- and energetic is like they they've got a piano intro yeah. like how cool is that yep. like they it's like they they made it I don't know... not the piano was uncool but it was just like it was so different we yeah. hadn't heard something like that before like no not like at that. all yeah so um yeah so so definitely definitely a lot of the surf surfing you know the surfing community was was right into to to, to punk rock and and I you know I thanks get, to Taylor Steele yeah, yeah yeah and I followed suit and so. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess I guess we can move to the, my next song then, right? Go for it. So this I think this this song in particular, um, it's still th- like it still gives me goosebumps when I hear it. Sick. Yeah, and it's my, my, the hair stand up. Sick. Still. Yep. I literally listened. Uh, the other night when I was preparing for this, I was like, I, li- I put it on. I was like, yep, still got it. Yeah. I'm Thirty-eight years old. Yeah. I was. How old was I back then? Yeah, you were. 15ish maybe about that yeah. and um and I, it's still it still has the same impact and this is one of the songs i brought to to Tony Jex's drum room right okay and when he played it i saw the look on his face he hadn't heard it and yeah. he was like shit okay all right he loved it the, L- like, loved the fact that i that, that he he had never had a student bring him a, this song yeah. a band like this before so it was just so i got
0: yeah. no idea what you are going to pick yeah but i you got to think that if you're a if you're a drum teacher yeah teaching someone teaching you know young kids with you know double kick five rack toms yeah, 20 yeah. something crash cymbals yeah yeah you probably haven't heard like a punk rock beat no and never no. had to teach it no that's because right. it's not in your wheelhouse exactly like you might listen to you might listen to metallica yeah which is still fast but a different kind of fast
1: absolutely like
0: it's more control where yeah yeah th- you know the beauty of like mid '90s punk rock was, it the drumming was so fast that it sounded like it was about to fall over. Yeah, <laughs> like you're riding down a hill on yeah. a bike, yeah, or on a skateboard, and you get the death wobbles, and you're like, yeah, oh, either hold this down or I die. And like that's where that's where the drum was like, I hold this down or the whole thing falls apart. Absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think this song in particular, as like hearing this as a drummer is like this is could be one of the most perfect drum. Songs I've ever like. Yeah, you know, I'm talking like the feels the speed, everything was amazing. And but the kids back then, these guys weren't playing. These guys weren't doing double kick. No, they they didn't all have the single a, kick yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's all single kick stuff. That's why I still don't play double kick. I'm yeah. only single kick. Um, much to the dismay of many of my because it's an easy friends, way out. Hundred percent. Yeah, but it's just it's just I I I, I want to keep something you you know something um. You know, from from you know, it's I don't know, it's it's I want to keep a little piece of that yeah, still. The authentic, authenticity, it's, all, it's authentic. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll get to the song. This band, I think this band had probably more of an impact um, on on me than than Pearl Jam, uh, Soundgarden, and and, and um, smashing Smash Smash numbers together. Yeah. To, you know, um, combined. Um, I was I was brutally obsessed with them. Um, I think I'll be honest. I haven't listened to them as of late. Yep. Um, that's fair enough. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan. I'm just there's just different. I'm, I'm just listening to different stuff. Yep, that makes um, sense. But I think the early records are absolutely untouchable, and this song is probably, I think, one of the greatest punk rock songs. Ever, I'm I'm ever literally written.
0: you can't see me, but I'm <laughs> my smile is like ear to ear. I'm so excited. I don't know what you're gonna pick. Yeah. I mean, you can see me, but the listeners can't see me. Yeah, I'm so excited.
1: This song is called Modern Man by Bad Religion. Fucking A, <laughs> fucking A, let's do it. Let's do it
5: with attitude. <laughs> a short time to see The modern man evolutionary betrayer modern man ecosystem destroyer modern man destroy himself shame modern man pathetic example of a
0: My God, I'm so
1: happy you picked that song. (laughs) It's so fucking good. It's amazing, hey. Just the the I'm with attitude. Yeah. He, the, the gra- gra- and then you can hear the, the drummer do that one two, They click with the you know, yelling out one, two, one, two, three, four. And then it starts off with old mate on the ride symbol, which starting a song on the ride symbol, it's Unheard of. It's it's you just don't do that. Yeah. But I then mean, there's that
0: monstrous lead.
1: And then there's a lead yeah. to start the song with a lead. Yeah. I I remember I remember hearing that lead in particular and thinking like this is amazing. It's something else. And then, you, but if you hear a lot of their, um, I've heard a lot of live versions of that. Yeah. It was it Hudson that did that. Greg Hudson. It would have been Hudson, maybe who did that lead. But he oh nails right. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like he may not do exactly the same, but he yeah. st- he still nails it. I remember I heard a lo- a, a recent Modern Man version, and it was it, it's amazing. Yeah. Right. But I remember. I, so I was in a um I was in a record store in Bono Junction. Some of you may remember it. Um. Who who grew up um, east is it was called summer hayes records okay it, uh, it was a book it was a bookshop and cd shop so um secondhand books secondhand cds okay yeah, yeah. um cruising with my with my buddies we used, we used to go out there and just yeah look at records and stuff but it was one of those situations where he had the, the guy had a little um cd play on the edge of the counter yeah so you just you'd go up there with a couple of cds and go oh can you know can i listen to this and you know the cds weren't in um, it went in the in actual case. In cases. the actual case, you yeah. had to go grab it. So you couldn't, like, you know, take the piss and take 15 CDs and go, here you yep. go. And old man looks at you. No, <laughs> two, please. Yeah. So I remember, I remember just, I just took one and, um, I remember because we had heard obviously Bad Religion had been on a couple of you know I remember se- I remember seeing Bad Religion on you know on on you know or hearing them on on the, the surfing videos yeah. and stuff. So um, yeah, I found found against the grain, put that in, and, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Were there a few,
0: and you were like, I'm going to try this one, or was there it was just that one? They had they had All Ages as well. Okay. All Ages was there. Yeah, um, yeah. I ended up
1: getting All Ages.
0: All Ages is the best of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so, is.
1: As best ofs go, oh, it's it's up it's there. so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah. So we, well, I got. I, I remember getting that. I remember getting. Um, but we, we got we got a lot. We got a lot from from Summer Haze. We yeah. cleaned up. Yeah. We must have been the only kids into punk at that time to- around there. Where no no do you was, reckon he was getting it from with were second year? No, I don't no idea. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't know. He. Um, I don't know. He seemed like you know it, you know you know these. Um, He he was just, you know, the the the. the, If you go, say into Newtown where they still exist, there's a couple of these secondhand CDs and bookshops. They're all the same kind of dude. Yeah. You know, he like listens to the Almond Brothers or something. (laughs) He's (laughs) like, oh, it's punk. It's just over there. Yeah, it's over there. You know, he's kind of. They all look the same. Yeah. They probably. I don't know. They they might be a. He might be a bass or keyboard player. Yeah and um he was huge nothing in against 80s. bass and keyboards yeah. but you know i don't know he just seems like that kind of dude he might have like a white pony he's got he's, he's gone gray he's got a ponytail yep. still rocking. might have it, a little uh, mustache yeah. um but yeah <laughs> so i remember um yeah i remember i remember listening to modern man and going i i, I yeah i was like that's that, that'll do me this yeah. is amazing and then i guess um what 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 i like to do um especially um you know with with, with the you know the obviously the the cds is look at the thank you lists n- when the yeah. thank you list oh. you just find all the other bands it's unbelievable and it was yeah. just okay i'll look at them i'll look at them and it just opened up this world yeah um so i guess you know as far as punk rock bands go no nah, like i i um i didn't start at the beginning like i didn't pick up a ramones record and yeah. go, i love punk rock you know um i definitely found ramones later um you know ramones uh, they're probably one of my favorite bands if not my favorite band yeah but i think i think um yeah, it wasn't as if I picked up, you know, London Calling and went, all right, yeah. like this is this Let's is my this is this is my music. Yeah. Um, it was definitely Bad Religion. It was Pennywise. It was um, it was bands like that that, um, you know, Nose for a Name. Yeah. Um, a huge huge fan of Nose for a Name and um, and so yeah, so that started off. Obviously, moving moving on, we you know, a lot of these uh, a lot of these European and and um and American bands were, you know, they were starting to come out. Yeah. You know, frequently. Know, there know. was definitely that market for him to tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously Blink One Eight Two. I remember seeing Blink One Eight Two play. Um, who were they play? Was it the round? Was it the Roundhouse? Possibly they came out first time played the Roundhouse with
0: Pennywise. Yes. and they were just yes. Blink. That's right. They were just times Blink tour. Yeah,
1: Pennywise. Uh, did they? Did they support? They supported Pennywise, didn't they? Yeah, Pennywise headline. That's right. Yep. Um, I remember. I remember. Um, Jumping up and crowd surfing. Awesome. And f- yeah, it was so funny. And f- I remember all of a sudden it just, you know, I felt people grabbing onto me and then I just, someone just went, nah. And <laughs> I just dropped. <laughs> and I remember I dropped and yeah. I remember f- I was halfway down going, oh no, like, I'm, I'm going to get stomped on. Yeah. And I remember the whole pit clearing and they just, everyone just lifted me up. Picked me up. Awesome. Pick, lifted me up. picked, yeah. it, Picked me up. <laughs> everyone just lifted me up. And it yeah. was like, I was blown away because, I don't know if you look at that from a, from afar, a, a, like a, at a pit, yeah. it looks like just chaos, chaos, like a horror yeah. show. Like yeah, people are just getting like are there people under the bottom there. Like yeah. you know so for for me it was like yeah that was that was fun that was a, it was kind of scary but it was fun. Um, but seeing Pennywise was definitely, I mean, look, I I, I still listen to Blink One Hundred Two. I think they're they're a great band. Maybe not, uh, maybe oh. Maybe not the latest record, but um, you fuck enough if you don't listen to the latest one. <laughs> <laughs> we can get into that later, but yeah. <laughs> no, I do, I do, I do like Blink 102 I, I always have. I think they're, I think they're a great band. But um, but I was stoked to see Pennywise that day. That I was, can imagine Pennywise yeah. was amazing. Um, and then you know, um, fast forward to actually playing with them a little bit later on. but We'll get there. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was that was that was great. So that was I guess that started off the. If I think back to a lot of the bands that were coming out then, obviously, the, you know, the, <coughs> the European, you know, the Swedish bands are coming, Mill yeah. and, you know, Mill and Colin and no, uh, no, no Fun, Fun At all, all were coming out. Um, I remember going to see those guys play um, yep. at the, the uh, rare, uh, what is it called? Manning Bar. Manning Bar, yep. yeah, the old Manning Bar. Yep, um, That was great. And I remember um, listening to the, um, the one with Dave the other day. Um, I listened to it the other day with uh, One Inch Punch, Oh yep, play opening. Yeah. I was stoked to hear that he he put a one inch punch song on. That's that amazing. Sick. Yeah, I, I, I personally like um needle and a thug, the one that is after that. Yeah, when he played, but it's okay, Dave. You get away with it. <laughs> um, love you, mate. But um, but yeah, no. I think I remember seeing one inch punch at that show at that show and thinking like, wow, like I uh, you know I was amazed that they were an Aussie band. You know? Yeah. Because I guess up until then, I I hadn't really watched. They, if I think back, they probably were one of the first, you know, at at, at that uh, you know Aussie Aussie punk bands that i, I had seen. Yeah. You know, at that age, um, so yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Sick. Yeah.
0: What your parents were still more than cool with this, or like, were they
1: paying attention, or? Yeah, I I think honestly, um, they'll, yeah, they'll they'll fine with it. Yeah. It, it was it was funny. I started obviously I started um getting around in some in Bad Religion t-shirts. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. so I guess like you know for me I've been I've been kind of spiritual since I've been about 12. Yep. You know, um, from a young age I d- we didn't we didn't go to church at home, but I was just saying that I just sort of took on yourself took on myself yeah. and yeah, um but obviously it wasn't enough to uh, you know I still wore my wore Bad Religion t-shirts. Yep. Um I I, I remember I, I was definitely um I was definitely a, a person that would read the the lyrics yeah. a lot. Yep. And so Obviously, if you read a lot of the Barry Lyndon lyrics, you know, you, you can kind of get, wh- you know, where they're going. And, and yeah. but I, I guess for me, even even as a teenager, I was like, you know, that's that's cool. That's yeah. your, that's your walk. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Like I still, I, I'm 38 and I still do that now. That's cool, man. Like yeah. that's your walk. I got no, it's, I got no qualms. It's yeah. what it is, what it is. it's, yeah. it's fine. So I think. Um, but I do. I remember. I remember um, going on a trip. And um and walking into I think we were yeah, we were with mum and um and my brother and um and we were we were just stopping for 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 a feed somewhere in a little town. Yeah. And I walked into this restaurant and this old dude, um this really like sweetheart of a g yeah. old this old gentleman. You're rocking a crossbuster shirt, I'm guessing. Nah, it wasn't actually. Okay. It was it was a it was it was dark green and it had bad religion in white. Right. Okay. I got it I got it at Utopia. Okay. Um, was it Utopia or was it Red Eye? It was one of the two. I think it was, ma- maybe it was Red Eye. I don't remember Red Eye having that much merch. Yeah. But Utopia had bucket loads yeah, of it. Yeah, Utopia did, didn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I, but I remember walking in and this like sweetheart of a gentleman dressed up in his, he had a suit and tie on. Yeah. I'm talking. It could have been Maccas. We could have been walking <laughs> to Maccas. Yeah. And this dude comes out and I remember he looked at me and looked at my, sh- looked at Battle Religion, looked back at me and he said, ah, that's an interesting t-shirt, young man. And I just remember saying, oh, yeah, they're a band. And he went, oh, okay, <laughs> no worries, and just kept walking. But it was, yeah, it was funny. I rem- I, I do remember wearing a I – rem- I wore the green, the dark green Bad Religion T-shirt to a family photo. Oh, good. That yeah. would go down well. My, my my granny, God rest her soul, she looked at me in kind of shock and horror. Like it was like – she she kind of looked at me like, Really? Yeah, like you, you chose that. <laughs> so you're going through your punk phase. Yeah, I know. Like you're know. allowed to. That's the whole point. I know. I know. It was just. It was just really funny that it was just like kind of. Really, that's the that's the shirt you chose out of all your t-shirts, um, and I've still got it. Like mum mum has it. Mum has it on her little mantelpiece at, at in her bedroom. Like the the shot of me. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, my, yeah. Not my t-shirt with my yeah. cheesy grin. Yeah. Um, with my hair getting probably like a little bit too long. Yeah um with my yeah with my Legend t-shirt i was really fantastic. funny yeah yeah but um yeah so uh so that was i guess you know that that was where um you know ve- we you know uh trips to the city became very you know yeah. frequent um I- obviously record like not record cd shop like cds yep. i went berserk yeah i just i'd buy cds constantly yep um and so obviously utopia when it was the i think the second site i didn't see the first site but you know venturing to utopia when it was across when it was on george street next door to hungry jacks yeah yep um and you had the you know the big pillars where the they had the listening posts posts, um jumping in there and and listening and i yeah i just would spend you know sometimes i go with my buddy um my buddy tim um who we you know that was the my, my mate that um, we'd listen to a lot of Pearl Jam with. He was now also into On board. punk rock. Yeah, we you know we we were both little surfies and so we'd we'd um, we'd go into the city together and um, or, or or I'd go by myself. But yeah, I I loved I loved just going bouncing from from shop you know from shop to shop. Yep. So it was obviously waterfront. You had Utopia. You had Red Eye Records. Yep. Um, what else was there? Fan- Silver Rocket. Yeah. Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. Phantom was there. um but yeah, I it, and what you do is you basically you you you'd listen to bands like I mentioned before, you'd listen to bands that other that other bands you liked were thanking, mm. you know, on the list. So sometimes it was funny, sometimes you couldn't listen to them or you, you just chose to just you know, wing it and yeah. risk it and just grab it cuz it looked good. Yeah. Um and it, and other it times it was in an age where like
0: the strength of the record label was monstrous. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. if it had fat if you yeah. had Epitaph If you had Burning Heart You're just like Yeah, yeah They've
1: got good quality control It's got to be good It's got to be decent yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Absolutely So obviously, you know um, You know, no effects Yep um, No effects I mean, I think Probably Punk in Drublick When I first heard that record Yeah And and obviously I, You know, I've been drumming For a while now But to hear the drumming On Linoleon yeah. it's mon- it's I was like so fast. Is this guy got Like, yeah. how many hands Has this guy got? A single kick Single kick, yep. a but amazingly well-played single kick. Yeah. Like, it was just, I don't know. It was just, I was blown away. And does it seemingly so effortlessly? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, the feels, everything. Yep. And I, so I remember listening to, I guess, for, for me, it was more about, like, how fast can you know? I just want to listen to fast bands, yeah, fast music. Yeah, so I remember even listening to like, you know, when Bad Religion would do their kind of rocky, kind of slow stuff. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd skip it, yeah. I, just wanted, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> I just wanted fast, flat out music yep. um, all the time. And so, um, yeah, that was that was kind of what I was getting into.
0: On this, like, with Bad Religion, it's funny you say that, like, their biggest, which is a surprise to me, but one of their biggest songs is Infected. Yep. Yeah, because it was on MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking hate the oh, it's, song. It's terrible. Because song. it's like a, a moderate rock I know. tempo
1: rock song. It's like this isn't it? Because like, that I'm um, stranger than fiction. Is, that's that's the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. was an amazing record. Like yeah. there were so many other songs in there you could have they could they could have chosen. Could have gone with. Yeah. Could have gone with, but. Um, yeah i think i think that bobby shire bobby shaya shaya he the yeah. drummer who predominantly was you know obviously not Gordy will one. correct you on that yeah he's okay. mates with him oh is he yeah oh nice nice uh what are we doing now i'd like to know um, okay cool yeah thanks Gordy, hit me up um but he he was he was an he was one of my drumming idols i yeah. remember i remember listening to him and thinking like i i'd, 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 I'd he was he was fast but he was like his fills were amazing yeah um, it was kind of effort it was like effortless it was it was great so yeah that was um, that was what what I was into for a long while yeah um and then i guess um i don't know when i don't know when uh the transition happened yeah. um to, to to heavier heavier stuff yep. namely hardcore um i have to mention rancid rancid another band Best i was believe yeah. yeah oh my god we spent many an hour talking about the the Glory of Rancid. So, I mean, to be honest, the the bad religion, the, the Modern Man, could have been a Rancid song. Yeah, think, right. What would you have gone? Oh, I mean, it would have been same from an outcome of the war. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. They're all so good. That's, that's they're all so good. Hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're amazing. But I think it ha- it had to be it had to be bad, It had yeah, to be Modern, modern man, man just because. Um, but yeah. So obviously, um, there was yeah. I think. If I think about it, I think maybe the the the, the show for me there's one particular show that that kind of, I guess, put me in that next the the in, into the I guess that it was the int- a good introduction into into yep. hardcore music and that was the Sick of It All Good Riddance show yeah which we did talk about which earlier. we talked about yeah. um, and that that the band I'm in Stretch Your Tomb had opened yeah <laughs> um, which is insane which is what yeah. 20 years ago it was two it was, eight, not, it was 98, it was 98, yeah, yeah yeah it's a 21 years ago Twi- yeah crazy 21 years ago in april wow yeah so that was I, I mean i remember i remember i was 18 so i remember getting in there being pretty much freaked out did you go the overage yeah yeah i went to the all age okay cuz i was 17 uh, and there's the, no sneaking into the, the um, hotel no you can't yeah. sneak in there um so yeah no I, I think for me that that one that one show probably did it because i look we, we we had listened to a bit of sick of it all before, yeah. Like built to last, um, I guess we'd listened to a bit of built to last because I think built to last was out by yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. So we'd listened to a lot of that, and I, I loved, I did love it, but um, we were really into Good Riddance as well. Yeah. And I, w- I remember vividly that show was no one cared about what Good Riddance did. Do yeah. You, do you remember that show? Or, was that the same when you were, when you saw them? Everyone just stood there and stared.
0: I always feel like that's a good run show, anyhow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know. Like I think people don't really know what to do with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember years later, with taking sides, we supported the yeah. And that that the show moved more. It, it, it yeah. Made, it was. It was. It was. But it was their
0: crowd. True.
1: Yeah. That's true. But every I remember. I remember. Um, the guys from Sick of It All were standing off because you know with the Annandale, I I I had. I'd moved my way to the front by then. I was like, okay, I got up the nerve to like just push past all these giant humans. Giant men. Men. Yeah. And I moved up to the front. I remember seeing All standing off to the side, you know, that little area, looking up at Goodrins and just shrugging because Goodrins kept on looking down at them like going, what's this crowd doing? Like they're just staring at me. Yeah. And I remember this guy yelled out, play better. But what he meant was play the song better from... I think for God and Country that record. Oh right, okay, but
0: they took but it the as the bass player was like,
1: oh wow, okay, wow, <laughs> like you know, just was so like li-
0: like good. he interpreted it as a, like lift your game. Yeah, li-
1: yeah, play better, mate. You know, <laughs> but it was actually play the song better. Yeah. It was just I, I, and I felt I was like no 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 I felt like saying no 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 <laughs> no, no he means that's he means the song from the re- anyway, but um but I remember seeing I definitely remember seeing Straight to a Tomb because I when I walked in Tomb were playing yep. and I remember thinking that's one of the scariest bands i've ever seen in my life yeah. like yeah. seeing ernie love you mate seeing him as a fr- like the front front man was I, i'd never seen anything like it before yeah um and the, i guess the sound they had it was just it was brooding it was like evil yeah and i loved it um and yeah I, I guess i remember i i vividly remember you know, Julian jumping up and doing like, you know, scissor kicks with his bass. Like it was just, it was, it was like kind of next level. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously Good Riddance came up and it was like. <laughs> yeah. And then um, a stick sick of it all just blew the place apart. It, yeah. I couldn't hear for, th- I think three days. <laughs> my ears still, my ears rang for three days. Yeah. And I remember that show was where Aman threw his drumstick out and I like lifted up and I caught it. That's awesome. And it was like. I don't have it, annoyingly, but annoying. I, I lost it, but I remember it was the fattest stick I ever. I was, it was about to say,
0: it'd be like a it whatever's was,
1: bigger than a two B. It was huge, yeah, like it a fucking broomstick. Yeah, 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 it was like a tree branch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I grabbed it. There were so many giant hands, just you know, who who were like you know reaching for it, and I got it. And I remember just pulling it down and just holding it like yep. super tight, like oh my gosh. So um, so I think. The funny thing about that show was, um, at the time, I was playing in a little band, just mates. Um, yep. In, in um, my my, my uh, the, the guitarist, uh, um, he lived in Bronte. Yep. And so, um, sadly, Ned passed away um, um, a few years ago, and he he he, uh, he he had a back shed, and we had a little band, and we just play covers mainly, and yeah. a couple of couple of um, uh, originals as well. And so, after that, after the sick of it all show. Um, we went back to the shed yeah. in Bronte at like whatever time it was and wrote a hardcore song. <laughs> like we just went. You're off. talking
0: like left the show, went to the shed, not got not the next day that
1: night, like 1:30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Neighbours would have loved it. They, I, I, I remember a couple of times you'd hear, you, we'd stop, and he's like. <coughs> It's mumbling. And we'd look out and it was like some poor deer, you know, like ninety, Yeah. Who'd just come up from one of the buildings saying, please stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were terrible. And, um, yeah, we, we did a lot of Bad Religion covers. We did a lot of um, – we played Bad Religion, played some Sublime and that kind of stuff. Sick, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But we played – yeah, we, 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 wrote, um, we wrote a hardcore song. And I remember I literally hummed a tune yeah. to Ned. Here's the riff. Here's the riff. Whatever it was. I can't even remember. I th- It was very simple. And yeah. that was it. And that was like, that was like a heart. We were oh, cool. We've like written a hardcore song now. So, yeah, so, yeah that, that, was, that was. What was your band called? We had so many names. Sick. Yeah. It was like, um, no fun intended. Like, NFI. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, So, it was like, it was, we, we said, oh, let's call ourselves no fun intended. And then I remember someone said, but like, oh, I was so funny. Someone at school said, but you want to have fun. Why would you call your band? No fun intended. Yeah, I'm trying to have fun. Well, no, it means for means means like uh, no fucking idea. And was like okay, so we thought we'd go with that. And then it was just yeah, it was an array of um, of horrible horrible teenage band band names. uh, What was it called? Um, One was it one hole? It was like no hole punch. Hole punch was another one. Hole punch. Hole punch. Hectic. Yeah. Um, that was one and there was, yeah, there was, we had, a, we, had a, we had a few others, which I can't even remember, but yeah, we kept changing the name, yep. but it was fun. So Ned had an older brother and Ned's older brother, um, listened to, listened to heavy, heavy, he like, you know, he had this, he kept talking about this hardcore thing, you know? Yeah. And Did so he go
0: to the sick of it all show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: So, um, so yeah, he was, uh, he, he, he listened to this heavier music that was, it was different to like, I mean, Goodwin's got heavy. But like, yeah, it was there was an it was a next level kind of heavy, yeah. And so, I remember, um, I remember uh, listening to to there were, there were compilations that came out um, where bands like I'd, I remember reading bands like um, Side by Side, Agnostic Front. Agnostic yep. Front were one of the first these first bands I'd saw, you know then then hardcore band names I'd I'd, I'd seen, yeah. Um, and a lot of a lot of these compilations came from Europe, and and a lot of them were purchased by that Street Cleaner. Yep. You know that you know the, the catalog. Yeah. Was it was it Adelaide from was Street Cleaner from Adelaide? I think was it was South, South Australia. It yeah. Was amazing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I got heaps of stuff from there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was a lot of um, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of records or CDs. Sorry that that we'd buy from from Street Cleaner. Yeah. And so um, one of the one of the CDs I bought um from from there was was Judge bringing it down yep i remember seeing that and that was like that was taking to another level yeah which I, I, I that was that blew my mind that record yeah that that cd what made you get that um the cover okay it just looked cool yeah it looks fantastic it that, looks fantastic yeah the name judge yeah. seemed it was just a good hard name. hard yeah it was hard um so yeah i think i think for for, for me um for me getting into Getting to hardcore was—I'd probably say—it um, was that show, but it was one other show also, which which I kind of skipped over, but um, but it's it's definitely relevant um, in the. I guess we've, you know, the first hardcore riff was written after that Secret or show, but the first show that I saw a couple of hardcore bands was um, in a, a year before that and not it would have been 97 because yeah. I couldn't get in um, but it was at the Iron Duke Hotel yep and it was um, it was Toe to Toe and Mindsnare yep and so I remember we we were on our way there and with my with, with my mate's um, big brother who drove us yep you're underage you are underage yep we're gonna go there we're gonna drive from Bronte to uh, Alexandria, Alexandria yep and just wing it see what happens and see what happens yep so we, we had a plan. We'll just, we'll park in Mackers. Yep, across the road. cross the street. We're going to go up to the bouncer, puff our chests out a little bit. He's not going to ask us. I do, thanks, gentlemen. And then we're going to go in. We're going to pay our money and we're going to have a good time.
0: So before you go on, because yeah. we did talk about this before. We did. Iron Duke Hotel, unless it was a massive show. Yeah. You pretty much, you could just kind of, you'd be fine. You pay your money at the door. Yeah. You're walking.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but obviously with the, the fine gentleman from Melbourne in town. Yeah. Mixed with the fine gentleman from Sydney. Sydney's finest. Sydney's finest. Yeah. With Melbourne's with finest. With Melbourne's finest. Um, yeah. They needed, needed heightened height yeah. security. Yes. And so, uh, so yeah, basically we, we, we turned up um, looking super confident <laughs> and we just got rejected a sec- like straight away. He just sniffed you. Straight away. Yeah. And so I remember I was with... I was with one of my buddies, um, and Hacho and I stood on the edge of the, um, of the Iron Duke. The, um, Ned, uh, Ned, um, and, the, and one of the, I can't remember who else was with us. But they, they, um, they kind of gave up and went, oh, we'll just, we'll just go back. And I think they went across the street back to Maccas and okay. got, some, got a feed and we, Hacho and I stood there. And so we decided, all right, well... Let's just wait around. Like, you just never know. Yeah. We'll wait around. I think one of our ideas was we'll wait till the bouncer leaves yeah. and we'll just walk in. Pay, pay, pay our your money, Have our money. Have, yep. have the money ready. Here you go. Yeah. So, because the bouncer clocked us and so we'll just wait till it leaves the door. Anyway. Or change of shift or whatever. Or t- yeah, 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 exactly. We'll just wait. Yeah. And we could hear music. We could hear, you know, music going. We loved what was going on in there. We just to be part of it. And so, um I remember standing next to him go. oh what are we gonna do oh, and then just standing uh, like stepping up onto the stoop and just leaning and the door just popped open yep. and so along the side of the building there were multiple doors yeah multiple doors yeah and it just popped open and so within seconds hacho and i were in there <laughs> and so we, went in we had we had hoodies on we put our hoods up because we thought yeah I, I guess we thought security were gonna like spot us and, if we put our hoods on, we look inconspicuous. Yeah, we'd probably you wouldn't look stodgy at all. No. Yeah. We probably stood out even more. <laughs> and so we sort of pushed our way through these, like, you know, what looked like eight foot men. Um, it was just all, it was just all men. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't remember any, like, any females. I'm sure they were there. There would have been a couple. There would have yeah. been a few. Um, 90s, yeah, 90s uh, hardcore era, it was. There were, there were plenty of, of females that attended um, in Sydney. But um, that night, I just remembered giant, you know, yep. Sasquatches just, yeah surrounding me um and so we, we sort of moved to the middle and just stood there and put our hoods back down and just watched and yep. we watched Mind Snare just tear the place to bits yeah it was just we'll just what is this? this is amazing and then um then obviously the break and then toe-to-toe um to I think I'm pretty sure toe-to-toe headlined that or maybe Mind Snare did maybe it was toe-to-toe first and then Mind Snare either way um yeah. we were just blown away um by that um as, as little seventeen-year-olds, so um.
0: So yeah. Nigel and Scott Mook's gonna send you five bucks each, yeah, and make sure everybody in the band gets their <laughs> yeah.
1: appropriate cut. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I mean, mind you, having I gotta say, having seen uh, mindset play just recently, dude, they haven't even skipped a beat. No, they haven't skipped a beat. It's think. insanity. It's ridiculous. Yeah, easily one of the greatest live bands you've ever you'll ever yeah. see. Yeah. Um, and um is one of the best front men ever Yeah Hands down Yeah there I see.
0: And Beltsy's one of the best guitarists uh, Yeah exactly so it's, it's, And Goy's the best drummer I know, I know. And Nigel's the and nicest Nige. human Yeah exactly Can play bass And nice can human. play bass yeah. It's
1: just It's just yeah It's ridiculous Yeah Um So yeah that was That was that was that night And so yeah Um Then obviously fast forward a year later The, the Sick of It All show I think that was where that Where that happened Where you know Where the yep. The love of hardcore Um Solidified kind of Solidified kind of yeah Um I guess it got to the stage that then too that it was I was just absolutely wrapped up. So all I did was it, like kind of – I was still – like punk, the, you know, the, the California punk bands were still in the mix. Yeah. But hardcore very much took over. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, um, I, th- I think that was when probably Madball came out as the front runner for me. Hold that thought, but yeah. before we
0: go there, yeah, you bought Judge. Yeah. Was Judge –
1: was Judge a big influence on being Edge? Yeah, so Judge, I think when I when I started reading about, you know... It's, what they were doing. Yeah, like you slam that beer, it makes you a man. Like, I was like, wow, like this guy's got balls on were
0: him. Were you drinking? Have you... Yeah, were yeah, you drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: I did, I did. I um. I definitely, I guess growing up on, going up, you know, around the beaches, you know... In that footy-ish culture. Yeah, like it was just, alcohol was everywhere. Yeah. Not not drugs, it was just all it was just all it was beer and, and, and um and goon. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so yeah, yeah. Like, I mean we, we, we were drinking earlier. Yeah. early. Um I guess, you know, it was just it was just what you did. Yeah. You know, beach parties, you just you just drank earlier. Yeah. And so by the time I was um you know, I was eight I was eighteen, um and you know Leg- it, you know, legally, I could drink. Yeah, I had already been drinking. Yeah, um, sorry, world, but um, yeah, look, um, it was just it, it just got to the stage where it was like I, d- I just I, I thought I could kind of serve a serve a better purpose, you know, serve yeah. a better purpose and. Serve the world better, sober, you know. Yep. <laughs> so um, I didn't have an alcohol. I wasn't an alcoholic or anything, but I. I got, I got to the stage where I was like, "Nah, I think I can. I think I can kind of stop this."
0: Did but Did music influence that? Yeah. Or you yeah. kind of
1: saw it on your own? The the I think the th- if I could probably pinpoint three bands that had maybe four bands. Okay. That that kind of had the impact for me for, f- you know, I guess for delving into the straight edge lifestyle would be judged. Yep um it'd be uh youth of today okay um it'd be earth crisis and then probably strife yeah cool so those four bands are probably it's because it, they were a nice mixture of uh, of, of, of that of that yeah genre, they definitely you know? were yeah yeah so obviously you had you had earth crisis singing about you know about media's murder and i was like yep. nah like I'm, <laughs> I'm into my chicken burgers <laughs> so for me it was like nah i'm good i'm good there yeah. But I, I do I do remember listening to ju- like bands like Judge, um and Strife and that kind of stuff and then obviously, you know, um Youth to Today and thinking, yeah, like and and I remember listening to them as as like a young drinker. Like drinker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um and I, I kind of I don't know, I was kind of like it, it was kind of it was inspiring. Yeah. It was inspiring that you know, and obviously through that, you know, I ended up I, I eventually you know, arrived at minor threat. Yep. But it was a minor threat that I heard first. Yeah. You know, it's not this romantic straight edge story where yeah, like yeah. I heard Ema Kay singing about um about how how, how you know how, how bad it is for you to, to, to drink and, yep. and smoke and do drugs and whatever. Um I found them later. But yeah, I think I think for me, um it kind of inspired me somewhat yeah to, to to give it up and and i kind of did i just was i remember one night i was at a, uh, a at a party and um and decided um you know next like tomorrow i'm done and i remember yeah. telling my buddy tom i said I'm, I'm i'm done tomorrow it's it i'm over like it's not gonna happen he was like nah nah are you sure are you, are you serious and i was like yeah yeah
0: did he was he into the core did he get yeah he,
1: yeah, yeah he, he he yeah he listened yeah definitely yeah he was he, we were all listening to, to hardcore together yep. and, and 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 you know punk rock and stuff but yeah i just remember and then I remember the week you know every week it, it, at this time in our lives every weekend there was a party party somewhere a, yeah. hau- a house party yeah and so or I remember, the beach yeah yeah if no one wanted to hold it yeah absolutely yeah. and so every and so the the, the you know the week went I, at school i was like no nah, I'm, I'm good And yeah. the week we were like talking about okay yeah <laughs> The weekend's coming the big test how we're going to get our alcohol yeah. <laughs> firstly um if if you know, who, who's who are we going to send in that has the most stubble that won't get asked for that are, it was usually me actually but um but not really no i think i think um it got to the stage where i was like no nah, I'm, I'm uh um you know i'm good and, and it was like a week and then a month and then two months and six months and it was just it was done yeah then I, obviously I, be, I became straight edge and i was never never um you know militant about or anything like you know i uh, you know it's been 19 years so it's 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 a while so it's kind of you know i I did this for me and i i I continue to do this for my family and and obviously for me so but um but it's 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 definitely it's definitely a good decision and you know something that i've just stuck at stuck to for for this whole time that long yeah 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 so mad ball mad ball yeah um i remember i remember hearing madball um obviously when set it off i, I so um so set it off came out i think ninety four i think set it off came out i think it was ninety four so obviously heard it later than that yeah you know ninety four i was wrapped up in in you know southern californian punk rock yeah so um but when I heard Madball, it was like it was just it, it was just another level of amazement. Mm. Um, I'm still I still love that band I'm, They're still one of my favourite bands I still love what they put out um, And so Yeah For for, um, for me That was That was probably the standout band um, You know Going through Going through that You know That era of You know um, Of Yeah 18, 19, 20 and Yeah into, into my 20s um, I, I was Obviously listening to a lot of A lot of different You know Hardcore bands But for me um yeah, I think for me, Madball just it, it had a grittiness and it had that like yeah. that kind of that groove that, that yeah. New York hardcore has. Um, yeah. not all New York hardcore, but there's a lot of New York hardcore bands in particular that you can tell that they've kind of come from. Um, you know, they they, they, they listen to hip hop. They got that yeah. kind of groove, yeah, that bounce. Um, well,
0: they had to have.
1: Yeah, like it's j- you know, hundred percent. You don't
0: you don't live that lifestyle, quote unquote, in New York and no. not be completely
1: influenced by hip-hop yeah exactly um, it just seemed it just seemed um, real like the, yeah. the, the what they were singing about the like you know lyrics it was like these guys have actually lived this they're not just making stuff up yeah you know? um, and so um, and this and this is when we, we step into another era of drummers like the will Shemp, Shempler um, I think his name is I think it's Shempler he he um, he was obviously he was a drummer and set it off he was a drummer in um, demonstrating my style yeah and um, it was the, the the drums were huge. I just think of the Massive. start of um, set
0: it off. The dun it dun it. Yeah, like and it's like yeah. It sounds like buildings are collapsing. Yeah, like it yeah. sounds like a demolition team blowing absolutely. up buildings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In
1: fact, all their all Madball's drummers have been amazing. They've, yeah. had, they've had quite a few in the in the, but they've all been hugely um, influential to me as a drummer. But, um, but yeah, those two records set it off and demonstrating my style were just next level ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so I think, um, yeah, uh, I guess, you know, moving into the next song, yep. uh, Choice, um, it is Mad Ball. Fuck yeah. But it's not, it's not. funnily enough, it's not one from either um, Set It Off or uh, Demonstrate My Style. It's from Hold It Down. Oh, yeah. So they did that in 2000, um, yep. 2000 I believe. Yeah. Um,
0: that was their first Epitaph release. Yeah, that's yep. right.
1: So... This this record in particular was I I, th- I think it's an absolutely flawless hardcore record. Yeah, it's just from start to finish. It's ridiculous. There's 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 sample hip hop beats in it. Yeah. Um. There's amazing riffs. Like the drums are um, the drums are. I think the drummer from Maximum Penalty. Um, okay. Was the drummer for for this one? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I think as far as the lineup goes, it was a little different lineup. You know, yeah. obviously. You know vinnie stigma wasn't in the band and you know it was in the band matt henderson wasn't in the band um anymore and that kind of thing yeah but um but i think as far as the the music goes it was it's untouchable this record so i've chosen hold it down the song the song hold it down yep um by Madball. <laughs>
6: And it's
0: I mean look I say it all the time, but what a fucking
1: jam. It's a ridiculously good song. Yep. That whole record is just Unbelievable. Untouchable. untouchable.
0: So, I guess the this is this is a we were saying you know, as we'll listen to the song, we're two hours in mm. by my clock. Mm-hmm. Um
1: and no, you I haven't was in, like strap in, you got like another two yeah, hours. Yeah, well, you haven't even joined <laughs> I haven't even been in band any yet. proper <laughs> bands yet. No, no. So your first band? Your first proper band? First proper band was Toe to
0: Toe. And how did that come about? So, um, so for reference, we've said it before. Yeah. One of the, you know, top two biggest traditional hardcore bands Australia's ever produced. Yeah, yeah. If you take out Parkway Drive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Them and Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I had I, when I joined Toe to Toe, I had a I had a Toe Toe poster on my wall. Sick. Um, and I probably wore their T-shirt two weeks before that as well. Awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was that fresh. Yeah. Um. So I um I you know growing up near the beaches, yep. we'd, we'd head down to Bondi a lot. Um. Um. Like on a Wednesday night, Beach Road Hotel was like was the Wednesday night spot. That was the spot yep. to go. Um. So I had a, a a good buddy of mine. Um. Haven't seen him for a while. His name's Rory. What's up, brother? Um. He he knew Beans from toe to toe. Okay. So the bass player. Bass player. Yep. Neil, um, one of the best dudes you ever meet. Yeah. Um, and so um, Beans lived in Bondi. Yep. Um, I didn't know he lived in Bondi, but um, I remember one night I was down in uh, down at the Beach Hotel um, with with my mates, and um, I saw Rory. Talking to Beans, from, and I was like, man, that's like the base player of Toto, Toto That's pretty cool. Like, you know, I'll go so, high, I better go so hi to Rory. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll introduce me. Yeah. No. Um, and so I remember Went over and saying good Rory, and, and, you know, being the gentleman that he is, he introduced me to, to, to Beans and said, you know, this is Mook, blah, blah, blah. And so we started talking, and, um, we, I, I sort of hung out there, and I pulled up a, a, a stool, and we just sort of hung out and, and started talking about, you know, uh, the band was the band was on a break, they yeah. were, uh, like a hiatus, yeah. Um, and so we, he was just telling me tour stories, and you know about their time with Madball in Japan, and like you know, th- touring in Europe, and yep. you know, um, you know, are a band that that you know these guys were these guys toured Europe in like the '90s, and you know they were playing. These guys were just they which w- was unheard of I mean, it was unheard of unheard it of. was unheard of yeah. um they kind of they they really did pave the way yeah. and i'm not just saying that cuz i was in the band because i was a huge fan before yep. the band like i think i think what a lot of people don't realize is what an influential band toto were and, and and i think and um, are yeah. and so you know these guys would do regional tours no band were doing regional tours they were just doing the you know the stock standard they'll you know they'll do sydney and melbourne and brisbane yep. and whatever and maybe adelaide and whatever yeah but toe to toe were like coming up to the central coast and playing they'll going yep. down to playing they were playing wollongong they're going out west they're playing you know in areas like penrith and stuff yep um so i think they kind of i think they early on though they, they they were they hustled they were like they were a band who just hustled scott yeah. Scott was an am- he's an amazing charismatic frontman that um, was amazing what he did, but he he just he just knew how to hustle and he just knew how to um, you know he, he had a vision. He was like you know Absolutely. he knew what he wanted to do. So I um I uh, yeah so, so to- I started talking to, to to beans and um and he and I were chatting and you know we got to talking. And I was a, you know I mentioned I was a drummer and um I wasn't doing a band. I was jamming with a dude at the time. Yep. But we will just sort of it was just he was a guitarist and 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 uh, he had a he had a drum kit set up in his in his um, bedroom and we would I'd just go over there and we'd just jam yep. songs, so we'd play um, um you know like No Through Name covers and whatever just just we'd just play we'd just do you know, um, Pennywise songs just yep. stuff that we knew Good written songs and stuff, um, a, a a little bit of hardcore but um you know Propaganda as well but he he was this this the the this dude that I drum that I played music with he was um. More into punk rock stuff, yep. and so I kind of, you know, still liking the genre. I, you know, um, I, you know, I was wrapped up in hardcore, but I was, you know, it's still very similar, obviously. And so I was, you know, I'd play whatever he wanted to play. Yeah, just to play. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I was doing. And so, um, I remember, uh, I vividly remember going on a um a little trip down the coast with my with my mates. Um, going, we went surfing and went down towards Aladala, and um. When we got back, there was a post it note on the front of my place and it just said, um, uh, call me, uh, call me when you can, Beans. And so Beans just popped in and just sort of stuck a post it. Are note. you living at home or? So it was funny. Nah, so my, my mum met my now stepdad um, and moved out to his, to his place. Okay. <laughs> so instead of me moving out, mum moved out. So, um, so I was living in um, in the, like um, in Rose Bay area, like back. So at, you're living in your mum's Bondi. house, yeah, um, by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. My my um my brother was there. No, my brother was there too. Okay. Yeah. Little yep. two bedroom apartment. Um, yeah, but my brother ended up he, he eventually moved um, moved to um to the UK, so I was there by myself for 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 many years. Um, uh, and so yeah. Um, now thinking back, I was like, yeah, I should really. Save some money. <laughs> if I knew what was going to happen to Sydney, yeah, wow. Yep. Anyway, um, and so, yeah. So I I uh, saw this posted. No, it was like, cool. yeah, it's Beans Call me. Now. So I rang him and he said, hey, he's like, hey, Mook um, you know, um, yeah, how you going? A bit of small talk, and he said, oh, look, we're we're going to get the band back together again. We're going to start mm-hmm. playing again. We've got some shows coming up, and I was like, cool, and honest to god i thought he was asking do i know a drummer because we talked about yeah you know drummers and that i was you know we talked about drumming and music and stuff um and he said do you want to drum (laughs) i was like what and he said yeah like do you want to have a go drumming and i went yeah all right shit yeah okay um and i just you know super excited but tried to act cool at the same time yeah so, understandable yeah yeah I'll, I'll have a go yeah sure you know where do you want me over you know but i was i was i was pretty excited and so um it got to the point where um myself um uh, yep and um and and beans um jumped in a in a jumped down to to Bursky's joint in Matraville, in his uh in his little shed um and actually having a chat with him at the Resist show just recently. He's still he's still chilling there. It's amazing. they just they're on the same bit of land, but they've just built up all around it. So like, you know, they've got his brothers there, Bersky's there with his missus. It's amazing. It's a it's an amazing spot. Like it was just this his house that his old man just sort of kept adding to. And he had this like back room where Bursky um Bursky was that's it was his back room was and then he had this little shed like, you know, shed attached to it. Yep. And um um and that's where you know restraint would play and stuff and, yeah. and that kind of thing um when restraint we're, were playing so yeah so we, we we turned up um and and started jamming i, I remember falling short was the first song we played See, and classic it was my favorite song of toe-to-toes it's still like one of my favorite songs of all time um and it was biz- it was such a weird moment because um obviously we, we don't have there's no written music for for this you know yeah. it's all just what you remember and what you, and so but playing it was like i'd played it before i knew it that well yeah. like i it was just we played it start to finish without a hitch first first off like i didn't i didn't stumble bersky was flat out like bersky's always amazing but it was just start to finish bang done
0: pete pete um pete bersky was in the same boat as you he got asked to join the newly newly
1: Yes. Reform yeah, reform toe to toe. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So, um, Pete was doing uh, he was doing dead stare. He'd oh, obviously, of course, he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'd obviously he'd obviously done he'd obviously done restraint. Yep. Um, and was doing restraint. Maybe I can't remember when they when did they when did they break up. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, he was uh, he was doing dead stare. I remember seeing him playing, um, with dead stare. Yeah, at the uh, at the green green square. Green square. Yeah, yeah um so so that was cool um yeah and then we just sort of we basically started jamming um and then will Weber um yep. was was added to the mix um and which was hilarious it was amazing like he's one of the funniest people i've ever met in my life he's, yeah he's hilarious um and a good guitarist and so we um we started jamming together so all four of us would just be rehearsing every We'd do what weekly or every fortnight or whatever, and just just we 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 put a set together and we just started jamming the set. So Scott didn't Scott didn't come and down and do vocals for a while. He just wanted us to get tight. Yep. So for weeks...
0: Did, any, did they try anyone else out? Or Beans was just like, no, you, he can do it, so let's do it. Yeah, it was,
1: no, it was just me. That's it. And so we, we, would, we were jamming. It was funny because Beans would pick me up and we'd go together because we lived east yep. and we'd drive to Batreville and, and go together. And like, you know, he'd, be, he'd just feed me with like amazing wisdom. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but we'd, we'd be driving back after every practice and I'd be like, well, I wouldn't say it every time, but I'd be like, so like, you know, because I didn't know if I was in the band or not yeah. for ages. And I was like, so what do you reckon like? And he goes, Well, you know, like I'm I'm fine. Like I want you I, I you, like in my eyes you're in the band. But we just we just have to speak to Sarge. Yeah. It's like, what well, we call Scott? And so I was like, Okay. So we'll just see what Sarge says. And I like, okay, well like when's Scott coming? Like is he is he coming next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably maybe you know, maybe next week. Next week we will come. No Sarge. No Sarge. He just wanted us to get tight, which yep. helped because we did get we did get super tight, yeah. You know? um, and it, 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 for for those musicians um out there, you you know, you, when you don't have vocals to f- kind of fall back on, yeah, and to hide behind, and to hide behind, <laughs> yeah, um, it makes sense. You you kind of you know, yeah, you lock in, you, you do, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I just I just recently um put, recorded some uh, you know the new tracks for for the new Straight to a Tomb record, and that was it was hilarious. There were a couple of songs I got through quite a few um unscathed but like it was a couple of songs where without vocals without ernie's vocals i was like kind of lost a little yeah. bit it was like it's funny how that actually makes a difference but we got there in the end but um yeah so so then um i remember scott turned up at the end of a practice one time in Matcherville. so he turned up at the end of it we're done we're packed up maca turns up in my head i was like oh, like i was like well, yeah, it's cool because you know, I get to say G'day and medium, medium officially, but like you know he could have come and sung a song, you know, <laughs> and so um so Mac had turned up and then um so Beans was like um yeah this is this is Mook and I was like hey you know I'd met him a couple of times over the years yep um obviously not not officially um I was you know in in Resist when it was Australia Street I'd met him a couple of times there just because you know he would he'd you'd go there and he'd be there just yep, chilling just with, hanging with, out with Graham and and um. I remember one time funny story, I remember one time I walked into resist and I was like Consolidated the Toto record is about to come out after the one after they did after Dow and um, and I, I remember I asked whoever was the desk, I don't think it was Graz, I asked whoever I said, Oh when does the when does Consolidated come out? And I just remember hearing this like, Next week <laughs> and I was like, Oh, is that and he comes wandering out, no shoes on, he goes, Yeah, it should be next week, mate and I went, Okay, cool and then he just walked off again. I was like, Wow, I was like this is, what's he doing here? The oracle just appeared Yeah, he disappeared yep. um, Yeah, so uh, Yeah, so he, so he was there And then I remember Beans I remember Bean saying to me um, Saying to Maka You know, this mukba blah, blah, And he goes, oh look And I like, pointed to my straight edge tattoo Yeah And he was like He goes, look, look And like, Maka, like, I remember, he looked over And he's just like He smiled and he goes Yeah, we'll see <laughs> <laughs> And I was like Challenge accepted oh, shit yeah. I was like, oh no I'm going to be like I'm going to be back on beer soon back my old ways am I going to be drinking again um, but of course none of that happened it was like you know it was they you know they just got more it's just more beer for them yeah you know? yeah <laughs> um,
0: all of a sudden there's four people drinking hey, right and not yeah, four yeah yeah Will,
1: Will was polite every single show for every, every show we played Mook no thanks just being polite that was his thing Mook no. Nah. Just That's being polite. Fantastic. I was like, thanks, Will. Just being polite. It was it was it was amazing. But he um yeah, so so that happened and and so we did, we then moved from Bursky's um shed to the Troy Horse. Oh uh, yep. Um in uh, Redfern or Yeah Redfern, yeah, Redfern area. Yep. Um I don't know if it is that still there as a studio? Great studio. I loved I love playing there. I want to
0: say it's not, but I could okay. be completely wrong.
1: I remember I was kind of like amazed that they had free toast there okay like you turn up and there was just bread with like spreads not just peanut butter there's like jam there was peanut butter there's the everything yeah it was like it's free toast um yeah, it was pretty cool but i uh so we, we jammed there and then that was where we had a couple and then after one of the sessions there scott like went all right like you know this is good i'm excited about this you know um i was like Still so like, okay. So it, no, still no confirmation. Is it in? Or, okay. Is it, and, 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 you know, I, I, I can't remember him saying, yeah, you're in the band, but it was just like, um, all right. Like, you know, it was, it, like good to have you, you know, p- a part of this or something. You know, yeah. good, good that you're a part of this or something. Um, and so, yeah. So then, then, you know, it got announced like the, the first show is going to be at the green square hotel. Yeah. And then the second one's going to be with, with, you know, so, uh, um, uh, show one of the warp tour um right so this is 2002 i think it was now yeah yeah um which was crazy because i'd never played a live show ever so we uh, we get to the green square hotel um to play a show um load up like uh, it's it's you know we're, we're, we're headlining so i'm put i lift the kit up this is before like you know there's like one kit and everybody uses the kit. Yeah. There's like seven kits there, whatever. Just sitting on the side. Just, yeah, yeah. Maybe not seven, but there's a lot. Too many. Yeah, way too many. Um, you know, everyone had their own preference. Now, drummers just go, hey, I'll just have one rack tom, a floor tom, and I'm good to go. Whatever like, we're sharing. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, what colour? It's pink? Fine. That's cool. good. Um, and so... Yeah, so I I remember lifting the kit up on stage and putting it down. I had so little idea that I didn't even have a hole cut in the bass drum. For the mic. For the mic. So we're like, someone's borrowed a knife from the bar to cut lime up or whatever. And cutting a hole in the... In the, in the bass drum It was hilarious And I remember It was funny Because when I played the f- My first show with Toto I don't actually remember Playing any songs at all Yeah right But I remember hearing Through other people That people like, were like oh, I'm not too keen On the new drummer <laughs> <laughs> It was just like Nah Because like, you know Mick The guy who had been Playing before uh, People got to know him And like yeah, yeah He's a phenomenal drummer Powerhouse Powerhouse yeah. um, You know Double kick And like There's this like Little kid from the beach it's 21-year-old little shit. Straight-edge straight kid. Straight-edge kid. Yeah, yeah. Stra- That's another thing. Someone yelled out, you don't have a straight-edge guy, ban now do you, Scott? What's going on? Like, these people were freaking out. And I remember I was just like, it kind of, I was kind of bummed to hear it, but it kind of, it, it gave me the drive to prove them all yeah, wrong, you know? The fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so, yeah, there, yeah there, there were a couple of people that weren't, you know, they weren't a fan of the change, but you know, it's suck it up, sister yeah, yep. and so yeah, so i was uh i was I was one show down and and ready to go for the for the tour, and so yeah, the next tour then it was the warp tour that's
0: that's legitimately
1: insane it's crazy and because yeah. I remember we like the the and and the gold Coast was the biggest one, like I think southport the place at Southport had about ten thousand people there, oh. and so I remember there was a split stage split stage yep. scenario AB yeah, yeah, yep, yep, and so um, gosh, who were playing? Who was playing before us? It was Lost either Guttermouth, and I was either Guttermouth no, Gutter or Vandals, one of the two. Okay, old, old mate played in both. Um, oh yeah, t- um, um, Derek. Uh, uh, Derek. Yep. yep. The uh, Acadian yep. trio drummer. Yeah, Derek Grant. Derek Grant, amazing drummer. Literally ridiculous. every single show he played just in boardies and that's it, no top, no shoes, and just killed it. Yeah, it was amazing to watch. Um, and so uh, yeah, so that was um the split stage scenario, and I remember standing there, um, you know. Ready to get on But I, I, what, what I do remember Is like You know So we set the kit up And I sat up on the kit And um, put some Was it No actually No no I had the I had The, um, the fallbacks next to me And it, the fallback next to me And I was told Okay just Now give me some kick And I remember hit Like pushing down On my pedal Yeah And just going Boom <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And I was like Is that me And it was like Boom And I was like This is amazing <laughs> It was just the biggest Bass drum I would ever heard and it was just booming out, and I, I was like, "Okay, this is awesome." I was excited, and so I jumped off. And then Vandal's or whatever or Gunner Mouth kept playing. And I remember I was standing there just staring out, and I must have looked like freaked out. Deer in headlights. Because Scott leaned over. I never forget this. He like leaned over and like ge- like just gently like in my ear. He was like, "You'll be all right, mate." <laughs> Fuck. And then he just walked off. He just knew. He was knew I was th- I was sitting there going, "I can't do this." He was like, "You'll be all right." Um, I'll never forget that it was, a, it was It was probably One of the greatest moments Of my Like Short lived career as a, as a Like a You know drum A touring drummer Like it was just Yeah It was It it just Yeah It was It was a pretty special moment yeah. But that was amazing We we did the whole tour um, I got to meet um, Who would become A very dear friend Of ours And your uh, Of uh, In Ricky Taylor Oh is that the first time You met him First time I met Ricky Wow Love you Ricky Um yeah, that was uh, that was yeah. He he came he came as a um, tour manager as a, yeah <laughs> slash whatever <laughs> tour manager, roadie, yeah. merch. No, did he sell merch? I don't think I don't think RT sold merch either. I think, but the funny thing, what RT did do is stand with me, side stage with e- watching every single New Glory set oh, through the whole tour, right? Cool. Of every single did. time, of course you did, because we 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 decided we uh, like early on. I don't know how it happened, because I remember I remember seeing Ricky with restraint, yep. but never talking to him because yep. I was scared shitless yeah. of him, like everyone else. Yeah. Um, even though he smiled. Yep. Every time he played bass. Yeah. And scary so, people still smile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but funnly, funnily enough, back to that, uh, when, when when Beans and I were talk were were you know hanging out a bit, like when I met him and stuff prior to him asking me to be in the band, he said I got a mate of mine. Called Ricky, who plays in a band called Restraint. They need a drummer. He said you should call Ricky up, and yeah, so really. I came really, really close to actually ringing Ricky and saying I'm keen on being in the and being the band. Didn't do it because I was kind of scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then got the call up from, from from Beans. So I could have played in Restraint. Well, well, who knows? I may not have got the gig, but anyway, it yep. was, it, I came close to playing in Restraint, which is pretty funny. Well, at least auditioning. Um, so yeah, I, I um I was on tour yeah, so I was on tour with um and, and, and I guess based through that tour that's where that's where taking sides was con- that's where that's how that started. Yeah, wow. So we were we were we were on tour, you know, hanging out every day in the van, um, listening to Newfound Glory. Watching <laughs> <Orchie> Newfound Glory. <laughs> just just, you know, frothing over Newfound Glory. And um and you know what he got he he got me into um that thursday record um, full, collapse. full collapse yeah um he was he was all about that it's so good and i was listening to that as well um but yeah we'll just we'll just having a good time and we got to know each other really well yeah um and we had a ball and so i reckon we'll couple of shows in he said like um hey i'm, I'm keen on doing a band like do you want to do a band like another one and i was like yeah sure and so that started the the knock-on effect you know of yep. of, of, of like you know of, of um of taking sides insane we just didn't have a singer or anything else but we know we knew you know we and we didn't really have a sound either it was just like hey you know i don't know we liked each other we're like let's do yeah. a band together you know yep. let's just we'll just play and see what happens so yeah and that's yeah and that's that's how that that's how that started yeah
0: insane i had no idea yeah and like the band for two years. Yeah. And had no idea. And just assume that you guys were so tight because you lived eastern suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. thought you knew each other through that. Yeah, and yeah. And it wasn't until 2002. Yeah. Yeah, right. 2002.
1: Insanity. I know, I know. And and I remember going to shows. Uh, I, I used to go to shows a lot. Like, But, you know, once I got into, once hardcore was like, okay, this is my thing. Yeah. This is now my, this is my people. Like, these are my people now. Um, I'd go a lot to, sh- to a lot of shows by myself, and so you know the Green Square Hotel, or whatever. I'd ro- like roll in from from you know the beaches and come in and and see and see bands, and and it's funny. A lot of the people that I'm I'm close with now and with who are my friends, they were all there. I just wasn't talking to any of them. <laughs> um, it's hilarious. Like it's funny. Like you know, um, what, what what was it? Fu- yeah, um, ben, like Ben Simpson, like um, you know, um, fucked up, up and photocopied, fucked up and photocopied. Um, Insta and and that amazing book that he he just released like it's he he sent me an image, um, on Insta of me up front singing f- you know doing backing really not backing grabbing the mic for like when Shutdown for that New York band Shutdown came out and stuff and he took a photo of me there, so everyone everyone was there and then in the background you can see other people yeah. like you can see Immer's like Dave Immer's was right next to me and we didn't get to know each other till you know years later. Um, you know, I was, I was watching, I was watching Dead Stair. I was like watching BE for years. And then, um, and then that was when Ricky said to me, you know, how about BE from Dead Stair? And I remember musically Dead Stair were, were amazing, but I wasn't amazed by the, you know, I was, I was, I was into that fast, straight up hardcore sound. You know, I, I, I love the New York sound, but I love the fast, like straight sort of the sound. And so Dead Stair was a little bit, it was a bit complex for me. And so, but, but vocally I was like, yeah, I could, I was trying to picture him I was trying to picture Brett singing for a fast band because Ricky and I want to do a fast band and so I was like okay so it all just sort of started to fall into place you know um but um yeah but no that it all kicked off in that warp tour that That's was insane. That, that was that was an amazing tour for me but I remember I me- I'll never forget I said to my mum because i was I was at um I was at uni and I said to mum um I'm gonna have a break from uni and mum was like Really, I'm sure that goes down yeah, well. Yeah, I was like, Mom, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Like, I, I might have a break, like, for a year." And she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And she was, "Why? What were you studying? Tourism." Okay. I mean, I don't even know what I was doing with that. <laughs> I'll be honest. Might <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> as well have been arts. It may Get as well an have. arts degree. It yeah. may as well <laughs> have. And the funny thing was, I was going from the eastern suburbs to Richmond for tourism. Fuck. Yes. Yes. And I didn't drive. So I was doing, it was a two hour train ride, two hour train ride. So it's just four hours of travel commute, a day, yeah. commute, plus the lessons. The classes, yeah. Like I was li- I was falling asleep on the way back. Some classes were in Blacktown campus, but most were in Richmond. So I remember going out there and like walking, I was in Richmond, uh, the Richmond campus, wandering past like there's like a field of llama. Is it llamas or llama, whatever? Sheep, yeah. cattle. I was like, where am I? Like this kid from the beaches, like with. In this In you know I didn't really hang out in Richmond Although like the lower Blue Mountains area You know The the, the west out there I didn't kind of hang out there yeah. So I'm at uni out there Like going This is like, I'm, I'm like That's the end of the train tracks <laughs> Yeah Literally the end yeah. One more stop is Oh like, is there So I got off in North Richmond Okay right Richmond's okay. the fine. So right. North Richmond was You walked You got off in of North Richmond Walked all the way down to the, the uni Yep um, So I said to mum Yeah like to, I'm Toe to toe Asked me to drum And I was like And she was like Oh okay It was like literally Oh okay <laughs> it was like she didn't even question it anymore. Yeah. So like, okay, I guess she just maybe she thought I was like oh, okay, great. Like you know, it would just now now he's like you know he's maybe his music career would take off. Yeah. And he would have to go to uni, but um, but it was it was great. She was super supportive and dad too. You know, um, even though dad dad um, so my parents split um. Uh, when, when we were kind of younger, um, and my dad moved back to Austria, but we obviously we'd go see him every year. But dad was funny because dad would hear hardcore music and think these guys are crazy. Like what's yeah. like, well, they're angry and violent. Like what's why well, well, they're so angry? Yeah. You know. Um, but it wasn't until he worked at a hotel business school, so they're training to be these guys are trained to be waiters and chefs and whatever. Yeah. He met some kids who were into hardcore okay. while he was working at this school as the, as like a boarding master at this at this school. And they were the calmest, sweetest kids out of everybody. And so when Dad met these kids and heard that they were into hardcore, he cl- it all clicked for him. It yeah. was like, wait a second, this isn't... Just because they're listening to this music, they're like, not all violent yeah. psychopaths. They're they're these guys, these guys are like my son. Like, my son's yeah. not an aggressive maniac, you know? So it was kind of... It clicked for him. And, and so from then on, it just... Whenever I brought music up and like hardcore music, it was oh, he, he, he I like got it, you know. That's so and great. mum knew my passion, My mum mum knew how passionate I was about music in general, but then about this genre of like, you know, because I, I keep telling about this hardcore thing, you know. And you know, I'd stop drinking, you know, it was just it was kind of it all kind of clicked for her. It was like, okay, this is no, I think I think my son's on the right path, <laughs> he's That's like, so good, you know, he's not on the wolf, you know. It's not as yeah. as if he's like, you know, taking ecstasy and going to dance clubs with you know. Laser sticks, you know. Yep. <laughs> Glow sticks. Glow sticks. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah. So where were we? So how long so did you do
0: taking so? Sorry. How long did you do toe to toe and taking sides? So
1: toe to toe and taking sides. They. Yeah. We, we did them simultaneously for a couple of years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was. Or maybe it was. Maybe it was only one. Maybe it was only one full year. I'm trying to think because we did also... So I was part of obviously of old School's new glories EP. And yep. We did that. Um, and then. Um, we did a few other things and then yeah it kind of it we, we had a break again like you know with toe to toe we kind of uh, yep. we stopped and then obviously taking sides took off yeah um and we you know we pushed it as as far as we could in the two what two and a half years that the band was officially together roughly would have been a bit longer be longer maybe three years yeah yeah,
0: yeah about three yeah.
1: I'd i would have said four you said four maybe yeah, yeah okay but, yeah, we... um Three
0: and a half. Yeah, three and a half, four. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, we, we, it was it was really interesting, though, because I was doing... At one stage, I was playing shows. I was doing toe-to-toe shows, and then I was doing taking side shows, and I was playing to two different groups of people. Yeah. It was... Um, and that's... I mean, I always knew there was a bit of a divide. Like, a, there was some kind of divide in the hardcore scene. Like yeah. They, they had their little clicks, and that was cool. Like, that's... You that do your the thing. old heads and the new heads. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it wasn't... We, we played a show. It was funny. We played a show at the... Um, at the fire station The, the, the museum of fire in Grounded Penrith. festival Yeah Grounded festival in Penrith yep. um, With Snare one year yep. And um, and I'll never forget I got up to I played did, did the set The Toto set Got down And this kid Came backstage And he looked He walked over to me And he said Hey do you drum for taking sides Wow and I was like Yeah I do um, And he was like I remember he said Oh can I have a stick And I went yeah And I gave it to him He walked off And I was like Man I really needed that stick <laughs> It cost me ten it yeah. dollars. It's like that. I, that wasn't even free. Um, but no, I remember. So that that's where I me, I, I realized at the time that that we had started to make waves with taking sides. Like people were noticing a bit. Yeah. Than, than more than we thought. Like like I said, it was Ricky and I were just sitting in a in a in a like a twelve seater bus driving down the coast towards Aladela, talking about hey, let's do a band. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until that kind of that that one of those you know moments like that where people were like you know. You know, I just played, I just, you know, played with one of the, in my eyes, one of the most important hardcore bands this country's ever seen. Yeah. And this dude's saying, oh, do you drum for Taking Sides? Tell us about like, you. that small band. Yeah. Did yeah. the demo tape. We did the yeah. demo. <laughs> um, we may have done the EP by then. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Could have been the EP. Um, yeah. So, so that was cool. That was, that was when, you know, we, we realized things were starting to kind of move a bit. See. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So it was good. Unreal. It was, it was, interesting. It was interesting.
0: So, taking sides, you said when it was just you and Ricky. Yeah, there was not. There was just like, hey, we're mates. We get on well. Yeah, surely a band will work. Yeah, yeah. When did you guys? Was there a moment when you were like, this is the sound? Because in my mind, taking sides had, and this is you know obviously pre me joining the band. Yeah, but you had five individuals. When the band started rolling, you had yep. five individuals yep. who came from five different facets of punk slash hardcore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you had definitely Ricky. You know, Ricky and you're in a kind of similar field. Yep. And you and Way were kind of in a similar field, so you kind of all crossed over.
1: Yeah, yeah. In yeah. The,
0: in a weird Venn diagram. Yep. But you didn't have a unifying sound. No. Like what? So what was it like? How did you?
1: I I I wish I had the answer for that. Yeah, right. It, okay. just, it just happened organically. Yep. it was like it was just we. So John John FMD John. Yep. Um, he obviously started playing guitar first yep. with, with us. Um, that was amazing in itself. Yeah. Because they were one of the greatest hardcore bands. Yeah. Found my direction was ridiculous. And I meant you know burn the um, burn white you know burn all, burn all, white all the white flags. Like, yep. That was that was powerful stuff. Like the you know so to have a, a, a dude in a band that was coming from that area of high call, like the, the Newcastle scene was amazing. monstrous you know, Like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, you know, cause I guess, you know, through, through listening to FMD, then you do your research, you know, you, you, you track back and you go, you find, you know, what, what like arms reach would do, you know, arms yeah. reach and you, you go further, you know, so I think, um, yeah, to have John in the band was amazing. Yeah. So, um, but I, d- I don't know, I don't know, um, where that, where our, the, the eventual sound came from. Yeah. I think Wade probably had a lot to do with that yep, in okay. that he liked he, there was definitely a lot of melody you know yeah. he was, he was doing dime a dozen yeah they were melodic yep um, Wade liked to play melodic kind of hardcore yeah. dime a dozen
0: sound like good Riddance yeah yeah
1: so i think probably wade i don't know i i, I don't know if uh, what, what what wade would say but wade's probably uh, you know has a lot to do with that with when he, when he you know obviously when he um when he joined the band yeah um for for creating that you know kind of that you know um melodic fast sound yeah Yeah. um but it it worked so well yeah in the end you know having dudes from different er you know different walks of life so to speak um you know and and then you know i I, you know i I fondly remember you know having you in the band when we'd be on tour yeah i've told this story many times but I, i I like telling it because it makes me happy. But it was, it's you know, we'd be away, we'd be playing somewhere, and um, you know, we're in, we're we're touring, so we're in town, so you know, it, it was essentially our show, so we'd be headlining, right? So we, are but we always wanted to watch the band, you know, we always like to be out watching the bands, and because. Yeah. We all, we love the scene. All of us we, we wanted we wanted this scene to be strong and yeah. and, uh, and, and and do well and, and we wanted to support one another. So we'd always be out there watching the bands that were playing before us. And um, I remember multiple times standing watching the band and like every one of you guys were in arm's reach of me. Yeah. We we're all hanging out together. Yeah. It wasn't as if we would get to the show, we load go in. To, and yeah, go, all right, you, I'll see you later. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, what? we're Everyone, we go everyone to go meet at eight o'clock tomorrow yeah, night. Cause, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. We'd always be there, yeah. and we'd always be like just standing. We'd be be with one another, and it was like it, so. It became, you know, and I, I guess to some to some extent, when I was in toe to toe, it was the same thing. Yeah. We all, it was it was it was um it was like that. We had a camaraderie. We had a respect for one another. You know, we were brothers then. But then to to be part of taking sides, where I watched it. You know, Ricky and I watched it start from 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 nothing, and then to get to that stage, yeah. to be part of that. Because I was, you know, <laughs> when Toto started, I was twelve. That's so, insane. You know, yeah, like they started ninety two. So yeah. I, you know, I wasn't part. I wasn't. Yeah. You know, uh, you know I was. You weren't on the map. I yet. was just getting over Public Enemy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I think for for me to be part of that band and uh, to see it get to that level was pretty special. Yeah. And so um, yeah, so I think. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think it, we, we, that, you know, based on that camaraderie and, and that, m- that respect and brotherhood, like we, I think we'll just, we're a better band because of it, you know, and, and not separate. We, you know, we don't have to mention names, but we play with a lot of bands that didn't speak with one another at all. Yeah. They would, you, you'd see them and you'd know, you'd know, it, you'd notice it. And, and it was like, weird. Wow, man. Yeah. Those two big dudes, bands. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, those two dudes haven't spoken once. Yeah. I won't, I, like, Ricky and I, like, we don't shut up. Like we're just forever in everyone's ears, you know. Yeah, there
0: was definitely. A b- I remember there was definitely a band that we toured with, where the drummer would kind of look at the singer and go, "All right, here's the set," and they go, "Cool, okay." Yeah,
1: that's and it. That was
0: it. Just start the start the song, start yeah. the set. But yeah, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, fu- that's fucking bizarre.
1: We just yeah, we'd we'd always um yeah we'd we'd it was just a it was just a really great friendship. You know? Yeah.
0: That's fantastic friendship. And if
1: you look at the uh, a lot of the a lot of the other bands too, there were a lot of hardcore bands. It wasn't just us. No, like definitely me. not. Yeah, there were a lot of bands that we were touring and playing with that were all just great friends. Yeah. Um, but we just yeah, we, it was just we we're just blessed to be part of one of those bands that that didn't want to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> like a, how many fights did we have as a band? Yeah, we didn't fight. No, no one fought. Even when it was at the worst. Yeah, we still laughed it off. It was just. It was amazing, Yeah, you know? Like
0: that night when we lost Ricky. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we all could have killed each
1: other because yeah. we,
0: were all, we were two or three hours late from leaving Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets in the van there he and is. all we, we could do was laugh. And we just laugh. Yep.
1: He, goes, he, he climbs down the back, he goes to sleep. Yep. Um, we drive home. We drive home. It was yeah. just... <laughs> oh, so many funny nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great.
0: So do you want to share... Is there anything from that... from? taking sides that kind of stands out that you want to share like a little
1: you don't have to please don't think you have to no, but no, eh? no. um no like honestly like i i i look back on that band in a, in a really fun way you know i think for me and you know i'm and i'm t- i'm talking you know like th- there was we we met you know we, we met a lot of really good people mm. and and um you know and and we had we had an amazing time with that band um and you know i i T- through touring with that band i you know i i got to meet you know the wife uh, the the mother of my children you know um yeah and, and, and just amazing beautiful happy times you know i i do look back and 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 um and i think very, you, know, you know you know you know it's i it have very fond happy memories of that mm. of that time absolutely yeah um so and i think yeah i think just based on the fact that it's um yeah you know, that 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 we were so close um that it was it, it was i think at the time we probably didn't know it, but it was very rare what we had you yeah know? um yeah, and um yeah, yeah, and I think it was it was um it was amazing, you know i think the the bar Broadway show in particular the last show the last show yep um that was probably that would probably stand out as like one of the probably the happiest moments in my life, yeah apart from obviously apart from. You know if, if you look at happy, other happy moments obviously you know the day of your wedding is a happy moment yep. you know the, the birth the birth of your children, children like yep. you know all the three beautiful children and uh, th- 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 those those are amazing moments um but we all had you know we all had our our you know significant others at the at, at yeah. that show yeah um it was it was it was emotional because it was like you know um it was the final show we so we thought yeah <laughs> but You know, I I remember playing, playing uh, clock in, clock out, and like you know, just you know, doing that, you know, the drum beat in the beginning and stuff. And as soon as it, you know, the rest of the band would kick in, I just remember just like tears coming down. Yeah. Because it was just, it was, it was, it was, I was upset, I was sad that it was ending, Um, but it was, um, you know, special to be part of that. It was, and it was a great way to go out. And it was an amazing way to go out. Yeah. You know, and and I didn't even know at the time, but I was told ages later that um, um, that you know there were. Like multiple people outside that weren't allowed in. Yeah, that was, the show sold out. It was ju- but it was just, it was, at, it was well over capacity, and yeah. people were like, <laughs> people were like raging outside, Bum. and well, and it
0: was, it was, yeah, it was like because that we the band had gotten to a point where for a show, you know, for a significant show, we could sell pre sold tickets. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The quote unquote, well not quote unquote, the friends of the band, yeah, not used to pre sale tickets, no. So it's when I was turn up on the night, should yeah, be sweet. yeah, should be sweet. So ah, uh, here's a spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, yeah, no more tickets left. I know, <laughs> I know. Luckily, all luckily, most people got in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and the you know tracking down that footage years later of, of yeah, uh, who filmed that footage? Uh, we, a guy named Yo- uh, Johan. Johan, that's yeah. right. Um, but tracking that down like years after. Yeah we did that show it's all on youtube yeah it's, all on YouTube. it's yeah. great footage um it just captures i think what it does is that footage i think that you know obviously talking about anecdote part of me finding that footage it kind of encapsulates that that like kind of raw energy that we had yeah with our live show yeah because um, we you know what it's it was it was cool we we got so um we got so comfortable with one another playing live, yeah. that, that we could just we could have fun and not stuff up, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. So so our live show could be energetic and crazy. Um. We could flail around and go berserk, but we weren't. We weren't like still holding. We yeah. We weren't hitting it. We weren't missing beats. Yeah. You know here and yeah. there. It was good. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So taking sides is over. Um. Play your last. Sh- well, the last show before mm. the reunion shows yeah. many yeah. years later. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you do with life? Um. So, uh, Ruth and I got married. Cool. And um obviously we had we had Annabelle and um we decided a couple of years later that it was uh we it, we it's time to, to head over head overseas. Yep. And so we moved to London for a little while. And so I guess um the idea was to, to to head over there and um, and um, Ruth's an amazing actor and and um, obviously I you know dabble in music, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, we figured that we'll, we'll head over there and and um and and you know try luck at, at, at just you know having a having a crack at, at doing at doing that you know. So in, it in was London. purely
0: for an, art- an artistic. Let's see what happens. Like yeah. th- you
1: didn't have family over there. You there was th- no friends to. No, we didn't. We didn't. It was quite. It was. It was definitely a. Um. It was a it was a big kind of a big step for us for sure yeah. um, um i i think i i was i was more hesitant <laughs> like yeah ruth was super excited and um and and you know we, we it was it was a it was a pretty pretty amazing experience um but yeah we just um we just decided to to you know have a go and and just live over in london for a little while and and i guess a lot of a lot of people uh that i went to school with they uh, they they made the trip over there mm. soon after school. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I, it seems
0: like a rite of passage for a lot of yeah, Aussie kids. It kind of is. Yeah. And I was I you was get, you get in pretty easy with um. I think you can just like walk in for two years like without yeah. much hassle. Well, yeah. I, my
1: because my mum was born there, I had right oh, to abode, so I don't even yeah. need an, I didn't even need anything. Yeah. Um. So we move we move over there. Um. And I remember. It was it was quite funny. Well, it wasn't funny at the time, but I remember I went to I went to a drum store. Yep. just you know, in close to central London. And I thought, okay. Because you didn't take your kit. No, no. I I actually my actually uh, my cousin who was in freight at the time freighted my kit out Fuck. to me free. It was amazing. So I actually had the pink shadow over there from taking sides days. if those who don't know what the pink shadow is it's my pink and black i'm gonna p- i'll post a photo because it's fucking incredible it is a pretty it yeah w- it is it's still there it's sitting there now in my um in my living room um no skins but just the shells just looking pretty I so don't you don't use it no i don't use it oh, i don't right, use it okay. I, need to, I need to i need to reskin it yeah. and such but revive it yeah i do i use the snare okay it's good having the snare mm. oh with the x's on it yeah yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so so, yeah, you know, Pete, and my cousin, sent that over, which is amazing. But, um, so I, I, I stopped into this drum store to see if there's like, you know, one of those boards Drummer those needed. Boards. Yeah. 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 I, I remember I walked up to this dude and I was like, hey, um, you know, the guy who, who worked in the shop. Hi, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from Sydney. I just, you know, we, we just moved here and I'm a drummer. I'm just looking, you know, see if there's any bands that need, you know, need a drummer. And, um, and he kind of like looked at me and he kind of laughed a bit. He was like, nah, nah you, you won't find a band here. <laughs> or he said, oh, you won't find a band here. No, no mate, you've, you've, you've come to work. There's a worse time you could have come. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, there's no one looking for bands. It's all over. You, you've, it's all finished, mate. It's all done. And I was like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But what he thought was, I think he thought I was asking for session work. Because there were like four dudes in London doing right. all the session work. Yeah, right. So ages l- like later, I put it all together. I was like, "Wait, he just thought I was looking for session work. I just wanted to find a band to like jam with." Yeah. So for me, I guess we 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 kind of searched. We you know we searched around and and um for 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 for, for, for you know for bands that you know, I look I looked on message boards and I, and I found crazily enough it was funny because when we went over there you know people were saying there's no jobs for anyone and there's no this and there's no that and i was like oh my gosh like it's really this is pretty grim you know <laughs> it was like out. scary like, yeah, thought yeah it's really heavy and so um there was there was a a, a a clothing kind of semi-trendy kind of clothing company like you know kings of leon wear them and stuff like the okay. gear, and they they love aussie workers so if you're Aussie and you go try to get a job at one of these, it's called All Saints for those who want to know. Um, but you know, ninety five pound suede shoes and stuff, and like yep. you know, forty, like forty five pound t shirts, like it's insane. But you get a, uh, you got a, um, a uh, an allowance for for uniform, so you got to so I got to sort of snap up a few things. Yeah, right. So it was pretty cool. But you know, Kings of Leon wear these guys. They 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 all like close a store. And let them do in central London Let them wander around Yeah um, Yeah it was really funny One of the dudes One of the managers in the store Told me a story about how he, he was part of the You know the lock up When Kings of Leon Were wandering around And he said The Kings of Leon Had their girlfriends there Or wives or whatever And they were just Eyeballing Like 500 girls That were just like Looking through the window <laughs> At their boyfriends Like walking around Trying to like Pick out a leather jacket Like it was just Yeah it was really funny um you know but yeah but they um yeah so i, I got a job there and it was yeah. it was funny i remember i sat down for the interview so in the same week i got a i found a band and i found a job
0: like yeah right it was pretty good
1: yeah and so um the band um the band had a kind of a i'd say kind of a yeah like a yeah like a joy like a joy division like post-punk kind of feel yeah uh, I, I, um, I've we in the ta- you know taking sides days, we used to play a lot of Joy Division. You remember this, yep, um, on the road and and like the Cure and stuff. And so I definitely like um, you know I, I I love I love um, I love you know that genre, kind of an Interpol kind of thing going on. And so I, I liked it because I'd been you know I've been playing heavy music for so many years. It was kind of nice to have a bit of a change. Yeah. So that was what I heard anyway. Like I heard that on on Gumtree. I found this band and there was like sound bell sound bites and I could find listen to their songs. Yep. And so I got in touch and said, can I um can you know, uh, you know, he I'm from from Sydney, blah, 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 and they said, okay, you know, come in for an audition and whatever. And so I learnt um, I think they had about four songs up. I learnt three of them start to finish. Yeah. In like pretty quickly. And then, so when we had the when I had the session, I just turned up and and they said, okay, you know, what what song do you want to play? And I think they thought I just you know, could play half of one. Yeah, right. Okay. I went, oh, which one do you want to play? And they went, oh, what do you mean? And I said, well, I I, I learned three of them. And they went, oh, that's oh that's, right. oh, that's amazing. It's <laughs> like okay, it was like they were kind of blown away. Yeah. And I think they the caliber of drummers that had come through had been pretty crappy. Yeah, right. They, they were just dudes who just didn't really give a shit but yeah. i actually wanted to do something with my drumming you know i wanted to, uh, so um so yeah i played and they were like oh yeah this is great and so i yeah started that was it and so they'd just released they w- the band was called black poets and they just released a they just recorded with their friend on drums yep and so when i joined the band we with the you know we did a band shot and we did this and this and this and then they released it so like the release the yeah, cd right. i was in it Without drumming on without it, without yeah. drumming on it, just said you know drums in this particular recording by so and so. So, yeah, and then and then I um and then I had a, 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 a an interview at All Saints and got that. It was funny. The dude uh, who interviewed me said, oh, you know, what do you do? Uh, you know, uh, you know, what are you doing? And blah blah. blah. I said, oh, I'm, you know, here with my wife and my and my my daughter. And he said, um, he said, oh, yeah, okay, you know, you know, what do you do? And I said, I like, oh, I I I'm, I'm I'm a drummer. I'm a musician. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes. Have a band I go well yeah I, I just I just joined this band I just got you know he goes who are they and he goes look and so when this is the ma- this is an in interview like trying to tell me about, you know yeah. how, how if, if I'm good with teamwork and he's just clicks up this band and like so halfway through the explaining to the do, you know to me about what he wants to you know what job it is that he's looking for he's like oh you've got the job anyway <laughs> well, and and we just keep going just starts talking about you know music music yeah I was like okay and so they kind of had a bit of a. I think they had an image thing. I didn't have that many tattoos, but I think they liked the fact I had tattoos. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and that I was Australian. Yeah. And so it was like kind of it was okay. They kind of had you know they had a, they, they they were looking for something, and so yeah. that was it. And so yeah, I, I um I I joined I joined them, and then uh, and then we, we kind of we had a few we had a few shows booked, so we, we played a few shows. So we played. Um, we played around here and there but it was like you know eleven thousand unsigned bands in london like it's hard work man it's really insane and so we we uh we 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 definitely toured and we we, we toured as much as we could like we got up to we played you know i got to play edinburgh which was amazing so we got up to scotland and um we played glasgow we played edinburgh we played aberdeen which is really funny um and a little bit around them like the like kind of the midlands as well um yeah glasgow was funny because we drove into glasgow and i remember we were talking about oh how dangerous glasgow is you know um on the way in about like you know the knife crimes and stuff you know and just just chatting and one of the dudes goes oh i've got to go to the toilet oh can i I, and I go well can you wait till we get to the venue like and he's like no I'm, i've really got to go and we was like okay okay and so we pull over they were lovely dudes who were in the band um they're they they all english dudes and so you know this, i was this like only there was this you know they hadn't met many aussies in their life and um yeah, the and now they're touring one and, and who's who's and not you know noisy and a bit of a pest and but it's funny because they play the they um they had been kind of into sort of more you know i guess more mellow kind of music not not heavy music yeah. and so I kind of brought like a little bit of uh, a, a bit of a, a bit more solid yeah. solidarity, like to the you know to the to the band in, in in my playing. So I sort of I took the hardcore, I took you know drumming like in you know, a hardcore band. I just moved it and, and said, oh, I'm going to play the same. I'm still going to hit hard, yeah. but I would, I'm just playing for this, play this post punk band, yeah. And so it was we we kind of clicked really quickly because um, the music was the, you know the music was fun to play play along to and and i think they just wanted someone solid they hadn't had like a like a like a heavy hitter so to speak for a while and so um yeah so we get to glasgow and the the, the one of the guys jumps out to um to um to take a slash and he's <laughs> uh, we look down the street and there's a guy getting dragged <laughs> down the street by these other dudes um into a they're trying to throw him into a van and he's kicking and fighting. It's like a it's like maybe oh, like a hundred meters away. Just kicking and fighting and then he, he fights it pushes the guy and they like, breaks free and just runs off. And that was like literally like seven minutes into driving to Glasgow. <laughs> and we're like this is interesting. <laughs> like this is crazy. Was it were there like security guards? Nah. or they were just two. They're all just young ruffians. Dudes. Oh yeah, right, okay. all just young kids. You know, just young dudes. Um, gr- two young dudes grabbing another young dude and trying to pull him into a van. It was Fuck. crazy. It was like, what? Where are we? So yeah, it was. It was good. Like we, you know, we, we had a we had some interesting shows. We had some really good shows. Then we like we had some pretty average shows. Yeah. Um, we played we played a show with that um, Pete Doherty dude. Oh yeah, yeah From uh, Baby Shambles yeah. And uh, The Libertines um, He We did two shows One show he just didn't turn up Good, um, Good. Which is Which is hilarious um, And then the other show um, He was just Looked like he's off his face Like it was funny Because the second show The guy had to get up And make an announcement He goes Oh hello everybody <laughs> And all these like All girls yeah. All these girls Like waiting to look and goes, Oh, sorry everybody But um, Pete won't be available tonight was just like, oh, like all these moaning and it's like, you know, people shouting, going, fuck off, like yelling. He's like, yeah, he said, um, he, he, uh, he, uh, he, he can't make the show. Like he just didn't have an exam. He just, he didn't even come up with a fake <laughs> yeah, yeah He just sort of mumbled his way through yeah. it and then the show was over. <laughs> like all these people were just waiting. But we had a, the, the first time we played was, it was funny because we were, well, it wasn't funny at the time. Now looking back, it's pretty funny, but we're playing a show the everything's like you know we're we're kind of we're enjoying ourselves we're playing you know playing well and everything blah blah, and everybody's just staring at us from the from off the stage. Just the, o- the only thing they're thinking in their eyes is where's Pete? Like <laughs> I just want to see Pete. They couldn't give two shits about us. Yeah, they were just like staring through us. Yeah, like so I, rem- I remember I remember drumming and I was like you know it was it was I was enjoying it. I was like in the groove and I looked down and they were. A couple of girls, probably you know, young like younger girls, just staring past me, and I remembered like just picturing as I was drumming, picturing like her, what she's saying. She's like, oh, "I wonder what Pete's doing. I wonder where Pete is. Is he at the back yet, or is he? Do you reckon he's here?" Like it was, it was. I was like, "This is. I'm gonna laugh at this right now. This is really annoying. It's hurting me now. Like, I'm. I'm. I just want to like. It, it was. I remember thinking at the time. It was like, I'm doing this." And I could just be home chilling with my family. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but like in my mind, I was like, oh, I'd say cool. You know, we'll just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until we like finally get picked up. We'll just mm. get picked up. But um, it just didn't happen. But that's cool. Like you know, we we it was a good it was a good uh, it was a good um experience for us and yeah, um and we yeah I guess we decided um you know after about a year that it was time for us to come back again. And I I mean I'll, I'll be honest I it was it, it, we got to the stage where. You know, we'd grown up in this beautiful city and yep. you know, Annabelle's too. and like, you know, we were thinking like she's not gonna you know, I wanted her to see beach I wanted her to grow up by the beach. I wanted yeah. her to see the beaches and I wanted to, you know, enjoy enjoy um Sydney and we kinda just felt we're just kinda not giving her the best, you know. Yeah. So um yeah, so we just decided to, to to head on back home after that. But it was it was kinda good because that, that journey two thousand eight, two thousand nine gave me um i don't know i i guess it, it opened up um it opened up kind of a new world a different world of music for me yeah because music like you know musically i hadn't you know I w- i'd listen to it's not that i wasn't listening to english bands but i don't know i i just had a better um respect for them maybe yeah okay it was it was quite it was kind of interesting after doing the grinding yeah yeah exactly um and and especially especially you know we we we, were, we played some amazing venues. Like we played at a venue in um, on, on on Brick Lane in in um, Spitterfields in like East London, where you know I think Radio had decided to um, play their release show of In Rainbows when they did it. Yeah, right. So it was just like, but it was like a it was kind of impromptu. It was basically a, a, a sort of a secret show, and they yeah. decided just to throw it in, uh, thro- you know, throw it on, uh, you know, um, and play there. So we played some really cool venues. Sick. But it was just um, yeah, it was just. Just another little piece of the puzzle, yeah. The, the the my journey, my music journey, unreal. Yeah, but we uh, we we made it back. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> before we pick your last song, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, or, you don't have to. Again, you don't have to. I could
1: I could uh, we could I could talk about the there's that one funny um, tour story from the Toe to Toe days. Oh, that's right. Do you want yeah, to hear that yeah, one? yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah All yeah yeah. Right. So Mook and I were talking about recently. I don't have, like this. This evening, before we did the podcast, yeah. how did it even come up? What were we talking about?
1: Um, oh, that's a really good question. I was too busy watching you finally slice the yes, cucumber. Yes, that's, that's true. That was delicious. That, that was an amazing addition to that dish. That I have was, to say, it was a game changer. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it's just another texture. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to comment, but I was like, "What's he doing? Oh, yeah, Slivers of out. cucumber." Yeah. Um. I. I can't remember. I can't remember how that came about. So the infamous. I think on the warp tour. Yeah, on the I yeah. I mean, I know you know
0: the story, but like yeah. So to set the scene, on the warp tour in Adelaide, mm. and it spread like wildfire somehow because it was way before most social media. Yeah, true. But it was way before every pretty much every bit of social media. Yeah, yeah. Toe to toe, infamously got into a fight with a biker gang. Yeah, in Adelaide. Yeah. After the show.
1: <laughs> Correct. No, actually, no. It, we oh hadn't, no, it was the day before we the hadn't show. had not even played yep. there yet. Yeah, that's even worse. Um, so basically, what happened was we went to it, we found out there was a um, there was a karaoke bar. Yep. That was that was uh, it was a a popular spot spot yep. to go and sing to various '80s bands. Yep. Mostly '80s bands, I would imagine. Um, and so we yeah we turned up there, we're all hanging out. Um, I guess a lot of the Adelaide crew were there. So I met, I met you know, Dan Smith yep. that night. Um,
0: All right, fair enough. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was the
1: night I met Dan. Yep. Um, what's up, Dan, if you're listening? Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Love you, brother. Um, yeah, so we, yeah, we, a lot of the Adelaide crew decided to come down because, you know, um, the Warp Tour was in town, but also, you know, we were, we were actually one of the only hardcore bands on the bill that year yeah i believe i uh, no, absolutely you were. i think we were the only hardcore yeah. band will haven were probably the only other heavier band yeah. on the bill um and um and you know pennywise were there but you know that they, yeah. they, they are they are they, they have their sound so a lot of the hardcore kids came down and they want to you know the adelaide crew want to come and hang out with us but
0: all that all those hardcore bands like you and ricky would have loved Newfound Glory. Yeah, so they absolutely. secretly would have been like, "Oh, we're here to see Toe to Toe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. New
1: Glory on soon. Oh, oh they I just just, they just put that new yeah, record out, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty, pretty catchy. Wow. Um. Yeah. So we. Uh, yeah. So we we're all hanging out there. Anyway. Um. Obviously, you know, alcohol was flowing. There were a few people that had maybe a little bit too many, too many, uh, too many beverages. Um. There was a dude on the stage. Uh, singing along to Bon Jovi, living on a prayer. Yep. That's, all how, that's how it all started. Um, so Will and Bursky decided they'll get up next to him. So one other side. Oh, so this guy wasn't with you? No. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> Even better. No, no. His night was pretty <laughs> much ruined by us. Um, when I say us, I just stood there and laughed. But um, yeah, so Bursky and Will decided to jump up on stage with him. The dude was, as, as I remember, in the middle um, and just singing along And Like I'll, I'll, I'll be honest He was Sharing the mic He was Welcomingly sharing yeah. the mic Right yeah. with, with Will it and, and Bursky He loved it yep. he, he wanted more people on stage One bouncer Didn't like it too much Having three people on stage Was too much It was yep. a little staged So he went over And I And we watched him Kind of you know In one In a, in, a, in Will's ear And then in Bersky's ear And like you know And we saw him shooing them And blah, you know Get away blah blah Anyway, they, st- they they didn't want to listen. They stayed up there because they were having fun. Yeah. You know, it's living on the prayer. Yeah. So they kept singing. The dude the dude decided to grab uh Bursky and this is the security guard. The security guard yep. and just pull him off. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. And k- basically kick him out. Yeah. But what he did also was he decided to give him a little Knuckle sandwiched the face on the way out too Oh good, okay Just because he's one of those bouncers Yep Because he can Because he can Look, he was a b- solid dude But like He was a dickhead So anyway, kicked him out And the guy who was on stage Singing Live or a <laughs> <laughs> Prayer Just disappeared obviously <laughs> I don't know what happened to him So everybody fl- like floods out the door Because Bursky's been kicked out And it's all on And everybody leaves I'm obviously I'm so I'm sober, so I'm standing there. I look across and Will is still on stage. Hadn't been kicked out. Hadn't been kicked out yet. No, everybody had just gone past him. He had picked up the microphone stand and was now using it as, as like an air, like air guitar kind of scenario, doing the lead in "Living on a Prayer," yep. but with his eyes shut, head tilted back, just, just living it, going hard. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, in the moment, he was in the moment. I walk over to him. I was like, Will, Will, we're going to go. <laughs> and he was like, ah. And he's still shut. His eyes shut, head back. I was like, Will, Will. Like, Bursky got out. He's been kicked out. We've got to go. So he here's the Bursky's been kicked out. He's like, what, what? He was like, you know, Bursky was crazy young on that tour. I think he was about 19. 'Cause I think I was about twenty-one. Yeah, that sounds about right. So he was yeah. about nineteen. Yep. So we were like these kids of the of the of the you know, of the band. It was funny. And the tour. And the tour. Yeah. And so Will rushes down the sta- down the <laughs> stairs. We run out into the street. There's just chaos. There's everyone's out on the street yelling, screaming, right? Bursky's holding his head. There's a huge – this the guy that, that – one of the dudes, he looked like maybe the proprietor. I'm not too sure if he was the owner of the yeah. shop. Anyway, he's standing there going, go on, go on, just get out, get out, piss off, piss off, yelling at the guys. Everyone starts shouting back going, <laughs> this place is a shithole anyway, just yelling, like going, this is a dump, like yelling and screaming, right, like. Just ripping into this karaoke bar. I remember at the time when the dudes were yelling out. I was. I remember thinking, it's not that bad. Like, <laughs>
0: and you were the sober one. So yeah. Had the I was like,
1: this is a pretty yeah. nice venue, apart from what just happened. Like, it's pretty. I was quite comfortable up <laughs> if there. If it's
0: shit, it's your fault. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
1: I was just like, what? I was like, who said that? It's like this is a good uh. place, but yeah, you know, these guys aren't too friendly. Anyway, I look across. And I see a guy, pick up a, a guy pick up a phone and I see him open the phone and call someone. He's like, yeah, yeah. The security can, guard yeah. or the – No, one, one of the – he looked like a manager. Okay, right. Big dude. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all here. They're all out the front. They're all yelling. Yeah, And I was like, oh, okay, he's calling someone. So I walk over to Scott and I said – I go, Sarge, we've got to go because he's calling someone. So yeah. I think we should get – he goes, yeah, yeah, all right, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, everyone, let's go. Of course, he says that. Everyone's like, all right like everyone's, yeah. everyone's gone yes right? sir yes, yep go. yep that's it we're doing it we're doing it so we start walking a couple of blocks and then someone mentions oh where, where else can we go like where can we what's what's good in Adelaide like what's good in like this area and someone yells oh yeah crown and anchor blah blah, blah. so there's another pub it's no, oh, yeah, a pub down the road yep. so we go a couple of blocks down the road or across the, a few blocks over yep. to the crown and anchor anyway we get to the crown and anchor two bouncers at the front Will Weber decides to walk up to the bouncer, f- <laughs> <laughs> and instead of just walking into the bar, and all of us just walk into the bar, he looks to the bouncer and goes, "Oh, those friggin' idiots, those pricks up at that bloody karaoke bar just kicked us out." Blah blah, and starts you know yammering to the the, the security about the assholes up at the karaoke bar. Anyway. Says that We all just linger Everyone just waits outside For some reason I don't know why Everybody didn't go in But they went outside Anyway What we didn't know is The security Just put a call in They're all mates Because We find out later on That the Hell Satan Own Both the karaoke bar And the Crown and Anchor the, Right Okay. And they put in a call in Saying Yeah they just walked down here They're all here now So they thought Well They're still in In the In the vicinity Yeah Let's go. So we'll go teach them a lesson. <laughs> so we're all standing on the side, and we hear this. Like oh, it was amazing how fast they got there. Yeah, right. It was amazing. Like I think, it, look, like days later, we laughed at that. One of <laughs> that's one of the things. We we're like, how did they find us so quick? How were they there that quick? So we're standing there. We hear this screech. Yeah, like two cars screeching. I turn over. There's two like. Uh, It was like a white and a black I think one was white One was black Mercedes Like nice looking cars Yep Out of it come The biggest juiced up Roided up Scariest dudes you've ever seen Like with the Angriest look on their face Just ready for battle They just wanted to Just annihilate everybody And they just start Walking Like towards the group Yeah And within seconds They're just swinging And just battering everyone Like I've never seen I haven't seen there was a we had a big group and they just did not care whatsoever <laughs> so they start bashing everyone and i remember thinking i remember thinking at once at one stage i remember thinking okay like if i get hit i get hit that's fine yep. like i'm not going to fight back because what that guy looks are? like a maniac yeah. like it's all good i'll just i'll 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 take a beating but i remember thinking <laughs> what if they break my hand i got a drum tomorrow like that's the first that was the first thing that I thought. Yeah. First, first thing was like my hands. Then I was like, okay, I was like, okay, I can't. They can't do anything to my hands or my fingers. What if they snap my finger off or something? You know, I need. I want to drum. Like I want to play. I was having a ball, and so there's absolute carnage. What they're doing is they're basically bashing anybody that looks like like we all. You know it was basically. <laughs> it was basically. Camo dudes in camo just flying all over the place. <laughs> yeah, right. Like all of the Adelaide guys all had camo on. Yeah, yeah. So it was basically they just picking them all off. They were just punching everybody. And so in in the craziness of the of the fight, Ricky gets socked in the face. Yeah. So he cops one to the eye, and we all kind of just move on through and just go into the Crowned Anchor. So after the after it had died down, it was all over. We all decided, okay, we're not going to, like, rush them. We'll just walk through. We don't want to have, like, a freaking bloodbath on our hands. So we just thought, okay, we'll just walk into the pub. So we walked into the pub. And then afterwards, dudes were turning up. Like, I remember Weber from Shot Point Blank. He came up to me and, like, "What? what happened? I just got here. He literally got here. Parked his car, walked across the street, and got smacked in the head because he just looked like everybody. <laughs> he had camo. <laughs> yeah, he probably had. He probably, yeah, hundred percent. He had like a camo jacket or something. Yeah. Or a camo cap. Camo cap. Something. Yep. Got smacked in the head. And he said, "What's going on?" So that ended. The night was fine after that. So we 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 go we go back we go back home, uh, to where, to where we we're staying. Um, the next morning we get up somehow we find out that the hell Satan is a running security for the show the next day at the tennis center in, in, in Adelaide and we're like, all right, well, it could definitely kick off again. And so we're like, <laughs> it's Shit. got no reason not to. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. And so we thought, okay, well, we need to do something here. So we hoped that it just would be fine. Like we'll just, like, okay, we'll just, let's just go there and we'll work out, you know, it'd be okay. When we got there, um, everything was cool. Nothing happened. And we realised pretty quickly that they just wanted to send us a message, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> like don't muck up in our town because yep. that happen- that will happen to. But the funny thing was nobody would like look at us. All the bands were like, "What the heck is going on here?" Like Bursky had a swollen face. Ricky had a black eye, and no band would go anywhere near us. Like I remember, I remember, I vividly remember like the The gutter mouth singer was he, he, he like wandered past us and like kind of looked over and like in you know, a kind of like a frightened way like what the heck is this? and just sort of avoided us see this big loop around us and walked away and we just everyone just stayed clear of us the whole day <laughs> so de- i don't know I just, it just was a, it was a crazy crazy funny session that's amazing yeah it was a fun night <coughs> that's so fucking good it could have been it definitely could have been a much wor- it oh, been a worse it could have but would have ended way worse yeah they could have just um you know buried us and that was it so how did you get out of it um I, we so i i was really close to the door okay and so as as the dude started like you know rushing all the other dudes yeah um i'd sort of just turn and just like we with there's a few of us we were just sort of slowly just wandered into the pub and that yeah was okay. it. Yep. um i didn't i actually didn't know i didn't know who was where like i i it was funny because afterwards I felt bad because Ricky got smacked in the face. Yeah. I thought Ricky was already in the pub. I didn't know he was like still out in the street. Yeah. So I didn't, I yeah, I think afterwards it wasn't until we kind of like just, you know, I guess surveyed the situation. We we're like, okay, well, all of us are still on the street and whatever. But we just, we kind of just, me and um, and um uh and a few other guys just sort of just took it easy. I think Dan, I think Dan was with me. Was Dan with me then? I think Dan and I walked in maybe. Or maybe I met Dan afterwards. But anyway, we kind of just sort of casually walked in. But they they definitely proved their point. They <laughs> kind of took out a few people. And I just didn't want really to get my head, my arm broken. And you never fucked up at karaoke
0: bars again. Yeah, exactly. You learnt your lesson. Yeah, 100%. Yep. 100%.
1: That's it. Let's talk about where you are now. Um, so now, I guess now, um, obviously I'm still... I'm still deeply into hardcore you know it's 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 something that it's funny I played in many bands over the years and um obviously I had you know um um we lived in like um Ruth myself and and Annabelle when she was two we moved over to to London we had a year in London over there I was playing like a Joy Division type band over there so I've done other music but I kind of um I always um I always come back to hardcore in the end it's like it's I just can't shake it um, so um, obviously, you know, drumming for Straight to a Tomb now, and um, and having a ball, and um, yeah, like you know, loving, you know, just loving them. Com- the camaraderie, it's like it's there. Yep. It kind of feels like you know, like you know, the the taking sides, and and obviously, you know, the Toto era. Yeah. Um, but a lot of um, I don't know. I, I've kind of kind of come around full circle. I'm listening to a lot of '80s music. Okay. You know, uh, like a lot of, of kind of, I don't know, just bands that that played. Just classic, untouchable, synth-driven music. You know, yeah, right. Okay, a lot of synth stuff. A lot of like, I don't know. I've been listening to what was the latest stuff. Like a lot of, I'll be listen. I'll listen to Toto, Flock of Seagulls. Yep. Um, you know, that kind of just crazy 80s stuff that is just the yacht rock. Oh yeah, like over the top, but like it's yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, but a lot of hip hop. So okay. Recently, um, yeah, like I guess. As far as hip hop goes, um, I don't know. Like a lot of uh, Wu Tang Clan, I, I love Wu Tang. Yep. Um, still, still, you know, um, Public Enemy. A lot of you know, uh, what was I listening to today? Like Tribe Called Quest. Yep, I was listening to that. Um, um, a lot of um, a lot of that 90s, you know, the 90s era um, hip hop. Yep, um, the you know the golden era, as they call it. The West Coast stuff. Um, a lot of East Coast stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like. Um, KRS One, all oh, right okay. that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, um, there's an amazing that hip hop evolution um, on, net Netflix. on Netflix. Mm. Anybody who's into hip, I mean, you probably all watched it. Who listen to hip hop, but yeah, that's that's an amazing documentary. Done well. It's done amazingly yeah. well. And for somebody um, to to get those, to get that many you know, that many groups that, that, and, 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 mm. and, and MCs together to play, uh, to talk about. To talk about, so yeah. So candidly about it. It's like the, the Metal Evolution guy did the same thing. You yeah. know, he was able to, you know, get these guys to candidly talk about it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've kind of, I, I guess, uh, um, you know, for, for years I didn't really get metal. Metal to me was just a weird kind of, you know, these dudes sing about like, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. weird stuff. Um, I, I've now, since being in, uh, in Stratford Tomb, like, you know, for almost, it's um, verging on four years, so three, 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 yeah, um, you know, a lot of metal just based on what the, what the dudes in in the band listen to, like, there's a lot of, um, you know, I guess bands like, you know, obviously the, you know, Slayer and Obituary and stuff, like Obituary are probably one of my favourite bands now, just based on, you know, the fact that I've actually just given them a listen and yeah. thought, okay, wait a second, why have I missed this? You know, but I guess I was so wrapped up in other in other stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of a lot of um a, a nice mixture of stuff really, but it, I think um yeah I think, all in all, it's sort of come around full circle, and so I'm listening to you know a lot of eighties music. See, yeah, like right now anyway, you know. Windows um, down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Windows all the way down. Um, and yeah, lots of. Lots of uh I don't know, you just you know that there's eighties have a um there's kind of a there's a sound that it couldn't have come from another era. Yeah. It's just it's it's either you know, eighty to eighty nine, maybe ninety, and that's it. Like especially with that kind of you know, the the you know, the the kind of those some of those stadium bands and stuff, you know.
0: It was it's kinda like because of the extravagance of the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Like in the capitalism, like, you know, the love of and embrace of capitalism. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maximalism.
1: Yeah, totally. Just
0: the music went hand in hand with that lifestyle. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, f- yeah. for the most part. There for was obviously that. the backlash in, you know, punk rock and hardcore. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But the popular music of the time was all maximalist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, when I say 80s music, obviously some of the greatest punk and hardcore bands were around yep. the 80s, like, you know, Cro-Mags, Bad Rains, all those sort of guys that, of course, but I'm talking like, yeah, Flock of Seagulls. Terrible 80s. Yeah, <laughs> It's like that kind of 80s music yep. where, where you, um, it's kind of nostalgic. It's, it's interesting. It's funny because I'll, I'll listen to bands like, I'll listen to Africa like to, from Toto and, it, it would put me in a place that, like it's like I've I heard it when I was a kid, yeah. and I and I it's it's I don't remember where I heard it, but I know I did because yeah. it kind of there's like a connection you get from 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 listening to it. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty special thing. See, yeah, yeah. Sick. Um, what do we go with? So the I I, I did I, I went with an eighties band. Yep. Um, I, I tossed up. A, uh, there, there were a there few I could have really gone with. But um, I went with Gypsy from uh, Fleetwood Mac. There you go. Yeah, bring it all around. Bring it all around. I mean, yeah. um, Stevie Nicks is one of the most beautiful singers I've ever heard. I, just, I love her vocals. Yeah. Um, and so um, I just think it's a beautiful song. Yeah. It's just there's that the the bridge the bridge um, part in the song. It's just everything about it. It's just a great song. See. It just makes me smile whenever I hear it. That's um, awesome. And yeah, there were a couple. I could I, I could have gone for a few, but um. You know, I was definitely uh I was thinking, you know, quite possibly going down the flock of seagulls or even the Die Straits Road, but okay. um, I think I think Gypsy by uh by Fleetwood Mac. Sums it up. Sums it all up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you so
0: much, Book. This has been a long time coming. It has. It has. Because the last that taken side show when we were, when I recorded with Wade. With Wade, yeah. Fuck, that would have been May. Two thousand and
1: sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's been a Nearly while. Nearly two years I later. Know, finally yeah. finally we got here. At yeah. what what have we got here? Look at that. It's like uh it's like quarter past one in the morning. Fuck
0: <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> well, let's wrap it
1: up. It's let's, let's wrap it up. See, I told you, I told you like you, you get me get me talking, I won't stop. But that's so yeah, good. I probably could have hammered on for another hour, but yeah, yeah. Um that would have bored everybody. We'll leave that for the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Sick. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac, thank you so much again. Love you, brother. Awesome. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening, really appreciate it a Long episode, fantastic episode um, Just, you know Song selection Just on point, fantastic um, Thank you, she'll never listen to this But thank you to Nicole for letting me kind of Take time away to do this um, And thank you to Cody Not that he's really knows what I'm doing But you know, one day hopefully he listens to it And you know Gets a kick out of it Hearing his dad ramble Bullshit to to friends and you know that kind of thing. So yeah, cool. Um, if again, if you're inclined that way, myagepodcast.com, No, sorry. Well, you can go to that. Um, Myage. Uh, PayPal. me slash myagepodcast if you want to donate some money. Don't have to. It's all good. Um, follow us on the socials. You know, myagepodcast, Facebook, myagepodcast, Instagram. Don't do Twitter. Kids, Twitter's fucking just shit. Yeah, that's about it. Cool! Everybody wants
7: a box of chocolates and a long stem rose Everybody knows Everybody knows that you love me, baby Everybody knows that you really do Everybody knows that you've been faithful Take a night or two Everybody knows You've been discreet But there were so many people You just had to meet Without your clothes And everybody everybody knows Everybody knows Everybody knows That's how it goes. Everybody knows That it's me or you And everybody knows That you'll live forever oh, When you've done a line or two Everybody knows The deal is rotten Old Black Joe still Picking cotton For your ribbons and bow And everybody is coming. Everybody knows that it's moving fast. Everybody knows that the naked man and woman are just a shining artifact of the past. Everybody knows the scene is dead, but there's gonna be a meter on your bed that will disclose But everybody knows And everybody knows that you're in trouble Everybody knows what you've been through From the bloody cross on top of Calvary To the beach in Malibu Everybody knows it's coming upon you One last look at this sacred heart before it blows and everybody knows everybody How it feels.